Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Black Vault. And this is a feeder show. And if we have any decent audio in here, we put it into the other rooms. And that would most likely be room two. And I just did a long uh, show with uh, Spirit Cleaner. I was on there for four hours. It's a Skype call that we have to split, splice, and upload. And uh, that was, like, mind-boggling, even for me, because I talked about some things I've never talked about, and I'm not even sure if I should have talked about them, but <laughs> it'll uh, burn a few ears there. Anyway, uh, Channing... Um, he is starting to experience this phenomena that I warned him about, just like I warned Java Ring. And he claims that he's having technical uh, difficulties when he tries to do something for me over the computer. This is true, right, Channing? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. So why don't you tell us about that? Because people would be skeptical about this. Well, it's not really skeptical. I mean, uh, my my eyes are here. I know you're not skeptical. You used to be, though. <laughs> well, I I was uh, told to you know for by you to you know ed- edit some stuff uh, like sh- some shows. And, yeah. Uh, when when I go when I go to do it, um. I have my Windows Task Manager open at all times, uh, which sometimes most people don't have it open, but I have it open, and I always get these uh, buffer attacks. um, And it's just... um, Then you even get the... uh, When you you come on the show, you're always like five to eight minutes later, so... Yeah. um, My um, computer uh, crashes. Yeah. Um, It's just... um, it's just one of the most diabolical attacks that you can't really, you know, tell somebody about without them, you know, thinking that you're a joke. Uh, and no. you're just, That's uh, why we're talking about it, is to get it out in the open, because this is real, and people will be skeptical. I think. See, some people think, you know, we're not worried about these type of people. you got people out there that, well, you're a conspiracy theorist, so you're imagining everything. Or or, kind of or or what they'll say is, why don't you just take your computer to the shop and get it fixed, or get get some antivirus software? Mm-hmm. When it's really not the case, I got the antivirus software running on all times. You can put it at uh, soft, medium, or hardcore, and I always have it set at medium, so it's not running extensively on the uh, the threat levels. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me say something about this because this is a little bit complex. It's something that needs to be said. I call I call it the carburetor principle. I think that's what I call it. Well, I just made up a name for it anyway. Okay, and this is basic common sense, but it's actually kind of obscure. Demons will um, attack a weakness, whatever that weakness is. This is like basic common sense. They know what the weakness is in your body, and they don't play to the strength. They go for the weakness. So if you have a weak organ, guess what? That's what they attack. And the reason I say this is because I, I, I got a new computer, and I do not expect this computer to crash like that. 
when I come on your show. Mm. Mm-hmm. The reason I don't is because I believe that my computer was vulnerable because it had it was old, it was an XP, it had a lot of problems, and basically it made it easier on them. You see that? Now, see, a lot of people can't they can't process that, okay? But see, if your carburetor is the problem in your car, mm-hmm. they, demons can do things in your car. They can make things break down. They go for the weakest part. Well, they're electrical, ain't they? Whatever the weakest part is, that's what they go for. They're not stupid. So if there's if there is a weakness, it could, it could be the entire system, like my computer. It makes me more vulnerable. And the reason I'm saying this is because if I come on your show and I have no problems, I go, Dave's theory was false because they're not attacking him now. Ha, ha, ha. Right. I was vulnerable before, and they were taking advantage of that. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm explaining this, you see, because people don't they don't think this way. They don't understand. They're not stupid. Whatever is the weak point, that's what they go for to try to capitalize on it. Isn't it easier to see them uh, from a peripheral uh, vision than a straightforward vision? A demon? Right. You're talking about seeing a demon? Uh, well, not like like um, not not all all the way, but just barely. Have you ever seen one? Orbs. Oh, that's something different. Orbs are complex. They can be electromagnetic. They can be technological, or they can be demonic. Mm-hmm. They can even be uh, natural. Um, well, that would be electromagnetic. Mm-hmm. They will appear on like foggy moors and stuff like that. Um, there's also theories that uh, these beings that uh, <coughs> populate the, the so-called fairy kingdom, they can uh, produce them. But that would still be electromagnetic. Mm-hmm. Just like they can shapeshift, they can create external forms. A demon, or excuse me, a ghost is either uh, a demon impersonating somebody, like a dead ancestor, or it's a demonic projection. Mm-hmm. It's not the technically, it's not the demon itself. So I'm saying that these beings in that fairy realm, they can do the same thing as a demon. They can create an external projection. It's not the fairy. But it could be the fairy because he can do the same thing as a demon. He can he can what we call shape shift. That's what we call it today. Yeah. Well, when mm-hmm. I tried to do your stuff uh, and uh, work on it and edit the, the episodes or send you something I, mm-hmm. like the the first time it want to go around to you right. when it gets sent to you when I sent it to you and you said send it again pray. Um, it's like I said the the, the buffer attack. They, I mean, why didn't I just you know just turn my computer off or something like that? It just doesn't make any sense because that when in, with the with the task manager with when you hit Control Alt Delete it's supposed to show you everything you got running. When you just have Firefox running and a few tabs going, maybe a Notepad open, or, and and that's it, and just your desktop. Mm-hmm. I I shouldn't get this. Uh, uh, and not I, if I got, your computer is uh, has been re- rebooted recently. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. That's that's what I do, and and I also have Time Warner Cable, which is pretty decent when it comes to the internet. I tried the rest, and the, no, they just can't contend. But the the uh, they're, they're hooked up with Comcast. You know about Comcast, right? And then um, you know the the Wi-Fi is supposed to be like the fastest package. Um, you know, I try to get my our, our baby to walk lately sometimes too. I mean, she's close to one years old, you know, going on in a couple of days or so. And then, uh, 
I think I think the Wi-Fi isn't that make you imbalanced. So sometimes I'll see her I'll see her fall fall right on her butt. You know. They're actually uh, more susceptible uh, to these kind of things. They're more sensitive. Uh, we acclimatize to them over time. And the higher the package you have for for the internet, which means the higher the the speed package you have, the more it's going to output, right? I'm not certain, but I think so. No, uh, it makes I'm, sense. Actually, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. You know, it would only make sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you want to say about that? Because you've had a lot of struggles. I mean, I've gotten frustrated, and uh, it's just like, what in the heck? Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about that? Um. Oh, what they're trying to do is discourage you. So I told you. Now, see, I don't know if it's demonic or or Illuminati. Now, when I say Illuminati, they use black magic and stuff. They use both tech and you know the magic. Mm-hmm. But um, they are trying to discourage you. And so I told you to pray because I've seen these blockages removed. And the demons especially do that. They just try to delay you, and they know that people in modern society get easily distracted. Mm-hmm. And so all they have to do is create a temporary roadblock. And I've seen these roadblocks over and over again. I, I said, I don't know how many times... I was trying to get Connie on here. She would get increasingly disinterested. Hmm. And we were getting attacked. I'm talking about really, I mean, she was like groaning and moaning and going, ah. And she'd go, I don't want to do this. I want to quit. I want to run away. You know? Would you call that? I said, no, stop. Pray. Persevere. They're trying to do exactly what you want right now and quit. Is that a demon of slothfulness or something? No. Uh, Lisa would be getting attacked. And I would say, push through, persevere, don't quit. That's what they want. And some of those podcasts we did, people don't realize, but in the background, all this craziness was going on. We're getting attacked with technology. Yeah, because you know what it uh, is. It's like it's like you know we're carrying about our days like you know every each day is just going to carry carry on. It's like we don't know what you know tomorrow's promise, and it's just. Let's take an example. Yeah. Um, I told Jabba Ring about this kind of thing. And I told you that they're just trying to discourage you. And are you there? Yeah. Oh, that was the night that we got on there with the guy that was into the sovereignty movement. Mm-hmm. And you should have seen what was going on in the background before all that. Exactly what I predicted, and Java Ring wanted to put it off, and I know by experience not to do that, because what they're trying to get you to do is put it off. Oh, do it on a different night. Right. Uh-uh. I've seen by experience, no, you got to do it now, just persevere. And he he agreed. Well, what can you do so, in the case so of... So guess he- what? We, we persevered. We got on there. But see, the reason I'm saying this is because... That podcast would never have happened if I had simply agreed with him. I bet you it would never happen. I'm talking about I'd probably never even get together with the guy. If I had if I had just said, okay, you know, no, not, probably nothing would even happen. But but here's the thing is that what I said to him early in the day actually manifested that night, just like when he created that podcast called dial dave where he's talking about these things that I predicted, just like with you, actually happened. And he's talking about them right at the beginning of that thing. He said, Dave was right. I mean, these these things are coming to pass, and there's enough of them that it, you know, it's not all coincidence. About so we call mafia? that backlash around here. It happens over and over again. About the mafia? 
You talking to somebody in the background? About the mafia? Is is that the stuff you were talking uh, It relates to that. I was talking about that on your show. That podcast has not been released. That's one of the wildest podcasts I've ever done, possibly the wildest. Nobody's ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that set off all this other backlash backlash in, in motion. Over they here, reacted yeah. to that show. Right, yeah. That and was, then that I was... think two days later I called you up. Kind of creepy. And yeah. I kind of schooled you about this whole thing, okay? Mm-hmm. And then this is, they like to do this. They like to reference previous night's conversations. So what they did, they came out to your house and intimidated mm-hmm. you with helicopters. Right, exactly. And then they came out and they did it again. But before that, the night before, the helicopter showed up the second time. They uh, they put these yep. weird orbs up there. Uh, yep. like tree line level and late. Layla saw them, right? Right, right, yeah, yep, exactly, right, yeah. Um, well, this happened to Chris McCombs. I've never got him on here and asked him specifically what these orbs were doing, but he claims that it has something to do with being around us, you know what I mean? Because hmm. it wasn't happening before. Hmm. But, yeah, there's all kinds of orbs. One night, uh, White Raven and you were on, and, and they were... Uh, playing around with your lights at both ends. Remember that? Is there a way yeah. to, like, slap them? Slap them. Slap them. Slap? Slap them. <laughs> you sound like a, one of these delusional demon busters. <laughs> <laughs> you two demon busters? No. No, I saw I saw this demonbuster.com uh, thing, uh, Diana. There you go, me. right there. I guessed it. Did I? Well, Diana sent me that, yeah. <laughs> what? Okay. Akani ran into a guy that thought he was a demon buster. It's a, a site, demonbuster.com. Okay. What was that guy's name, Dan Ancroyd? <laughs> I did this show with Channing, the one that he's struggling with the pot, uh, the bumper music on, and uh, he called it Demon Buster. The audio file, anyway. <clears throat> yeah. It's a temporary name. So why don't you ask Clyde about um, the number eight? Oh, I was wondering if you knew if there's a significance for like uh, like maybe a false flag event on the, on the eighth or something like that. Oh yeah. Well, number eight, they have all kinds of ways of hiding it and disguising it. They maneuver the number eight around for their for their purposes. Uh, they can use it. Uh, they can reference it in many ways. Uh, most of the time, it has a significant esoteric uh, meaning behind it. Sometimes it doesn't. It's, it's like a decoy number. They'll, they'll throw it out at you, but their real motive is the other numbers are adding to it. But number eight by itself, that's kind of self-explanatory because it's a it's an even-balanced number. Doesn't double eight mean Hitler, from what I heard? It depends on nah, it depends on terminology. It depends on how it's used, huh. and what context the number is used. But they throw it out at you to, to, to try to confuse you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but their but their motive and reason is uh, very devious, because that's what they do with numbers. That's what they're good at. Oh, like for example, the um, the um, I heard that the number seventy seven means false flag, and it was on the microphone of the. Uh, the chick that supposedly, you know, got mm. killed by the the Virginia shooter uh, that oh. shot the that yeah, shot I the uh, uh-huh. that 
that blank fired shot the uh, the reporters as she gets shot like that. eight or ten times or whatever running mm-hmm. off in a in a yeah. black and red dress. Yeah, yeah I mean, oh, you know, come on. Johnny doesn't know. have any problem with those colors or whatever. But you know, the colors are colors. But you know, they take things mm-hmm. and they twist them and pervert them, mm-hmm. such as colors and numbers. Yep, but, colors, numbers. Yeah, they add them all together to uh, kind of throw you off or send a message to you. Yeah, but, they uh, had it on the microphone. She had it slanted because it had mm-hmm. seven on one end and then seven on the other end. And the only mm-hmm. way for her to show the seven, the seven is to slant the microphone, showing that See, it was a false flag, mm-hmm. the Virginia uh, reporter right. um, shooter. Now, I can't, I'm not going to get into a long dissertation here, but I'll give you a basic fundamental lesson in math. You've got you got even balanced numbers and you've got imbalance numbers. Your imbalances are one, three, five, seven, nine, and you got four, two, six, eight, which are your balance numbers. And so they use those and combine them and it comes up to a negative polarity. And so that's the evil that they're projecting, that they're promoting, that they're uh, you know throwing out there. So that's what they do. So when you see these numbers more than one digit, if you know how to discern it and decipher it, if you know anything about math, which is helpful for most people, then you'll be able to see through their uh they're they're plotting, scheming, planning, you know, what, what they're trying to convey to the public. They do it all the time, man. I see numbers all the time. I figure it out in about two seconds. Is the number zero significant? Oh, that's a good, that's a negative positive polarity. That's your foundation. That's a, uh, what's the word here? It's your, uh, it's a good number. I mean, without zero, you don't have one through nine. So huh. it's kind of a bad, it's, it's your uh, You don't have foundation. ten. You don't have a hundred, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. So, yeah. like I said, if you know the numbers and then the way they play with them, you see, you can have a you can have a, a a false positive, and that's what they're doing. You can get an even number and the false positive. It's, in other words, it's counterfeit. What they're throwing at you is counterfeit material. It's not so everything the that thing. the Illuminati does is numerology. Is what you're saying? Oh well, that's one aspect of their uh, you know one aspect. Yeah. Yeah, one aspect of it. So. Uh, but yeah, they think they're good at numbers. Um, but mm-hmm. if you study numbers and if you do a little research on numbers and learn a little bit of math, uh, you can kind of see through what they're trying to try to pull off. It's it's quite obvious. It's kind of uh-huh. in your face because they shove them in your face. If you notice, because they're always having these numbers. I want to ask you a question. Uh, have you seen that commercial yet about that power drink palm? Oh yeah, the pomegranate. Uh, no, I haven't yeah. seen this commercial. No. Yeah, they got this huge red dragon in the living room with this woman. Wow. And then they, and so, as I, I, a matter of fact, I just came across it by accident the other day. My brother was watching TV. Kind of funny that you mentioned that because everything's always about lizards or reptilians yeah, or aliens or dragons. Exactly. Well, exactly. Yeah. I see all these commercials in these 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 uh, Xbox Xbox games and stuff. Look with at dragons. Look at the uh, look at the Sobe drink. The the mm-hmm. Sobe lizard drink. Yeah. The lizard dancing all over the screen? Yeah, well, I'm not familiar with that one, but uh, yeah. The Sobe, uh, the Sobe lizard drink commercially, cause, and uh, you got that one, uh, those those actors are like, yeah, because we're aliens. I mean, you you, you got to check that commercial out. That's wild. Well, see, that's brainwashing. That's mind control. They're, they want to keep you in that matrix because uh, they want to divert your attention away from what the magician is doing on the right side. It's called a magician trick. And Dave's pretty good at magician work, and he kind of knows what I'm talking about. So they use that to deceive you. What's on the left hand, that's where they want your attention, but what they're really doing is on their right hand. 
Oh. You know, it's called a diversion. It's called a distraction. So they're kind of good at that. So people watch this stuff all the time. They can't just turn on what they're looking at. And they think it's pretty cool, so they pop open another beer and say, man, that was a cool commercial. Or that was a neat movie. And uh, But uh, they're playing right into They're stepping right into the bear's trap, you know. Well, there's just so much uh, stuff to talk about in the world. It's just, uh, I was thinking about that earlier today. It's just mind-numbing. I I know, the accumulation of news and stuff. It's hard to really uh, decipher it and sift through it. And I'm not just talking boring news like we're at war with Russia, you know? Oh, that's all. That's all. You never know what's really going on there. They're just telling you. I'm talking about what's really, really like, whoa. Really? Wow. Like, th- mm-hmm. just the whole, like, if you don't know about reptilians things, it's crazy or whatever. To someone mm-hmm. else, that's just outlandish. That's just conspiracy mm-hmm. crap, you know? Uh, Yeah, but if you know your text pretty well, uh, you know, demons can uh, transform themselves into many entities, uh, human beings, animals, all kinds of things. So uh, even in the celestial realm uh, where they reside at, I mean, it's it, there's all kinds of shenanigans going on. Mm-hmm. And when people people see all this stuff, they don't they they, they can't make it out. They can't uh, separate the good from the bad, you know. Right. That's where numbers come in, because they're very deceptive with their practice with numbers. They think they're masters at it, but if you're smart enough, you can see through it, because all these numbers they they represent something. They mean something. They're, they're trying to say something to you. They're trying to deceive you with numbers. Because you don't, if you don't have an even polarity, everything's going to be out of kilter. All the other it can drive you stuff. crazy, though, can it? Like the movie tw- number twenty-three, it was going stir crazy over that number. Yeah, that's another one. I, I did my, all my math on number twenty-three, and it was coming up to all kinds of esoteric numbers. And well, you all said that, that uh, five was really important, but anyway, did you watch that movie, uh, White Raven? Uh, about what? What movie? The number twenty-three. No, I haven't seen that. It's just number 23. I've there's, done it for there's years. There's a legitimate uh, phenomena out there. It's called the 23 Enigma. You can Google uh-huh. that. That's right. what the movie is about. Really? But it's propaganda. Uh-huh. All of it is propaganda. The other it's day I woke down. The other and day it's I kind of boring. I don't know. See, what they're boring. doing is, what they're doing is they're corrupting math. They're corrupting numbers because they know numbers are powerful. The numbers can affect people. The numbers can control people. Uh, right. they How do they do that? that? Now, oh. would you agree with me that each number has an energy signature? Oh, absolutely. Now, there's I, a reason why that's true, because everything has an energy signature. I woke up yesterday at uh, 111. What you just said is 100% correct on that. I could expound well, on that. You but, take uh, a felt marker or a pencil and draw it across a piece of paper. You, uh, believe mm-hmm. it or not, you just... You either create an energy signature or you change an energy signature. You you change the the the, the energetic environment. You just didn't realize that. Mm, depends on. So when I talk about a double spiral, uh, you know, mm. creates an energy signature. Well, yeah. Any kind of movement alters any the kind, yeah, any energetic kind of environment. Right. Everything has energy, like you said. Everything. Mm-hmm. It has to have energy. It wouldn't consist. It wouldn't yeah. exist without energy. Oh well, I, since since uh, since you were talking about the left and the right of the magician's hands, uh, you know what were you saying about the left and the right? What was the difference between the two with the magician hands? Okay, well, watch one hand while we trick you with the other. No, right, I mean, what's right. the what's what is the diff uh, substantial significant diff 
substantial different significance of each each the the left and the right. What you know? Well, it can be either one, but they distract yeah. you with one hand, deliberately well, distract you. What, what if you're a magician right. like I used to be, I was a parlor magician. You know what they're doing, and so you 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 look away from the distraction. Mm-hmm. See if you can catch any. That doesn't mean you're going to catch it, but you you might catch it. Go ahead. Clark. It's a it's a psychological technique they use to get your attention on one thing. But see, the left and the right hand they're very compatible together. But when you separate them, see that's where the deception comes in. Because you you know you were born with two arms and two hands, not one hand and not the other. But if you know what I mean. So when they do that, what they're doing is it's a misdirection play. It's called a decoy. Mm-hmm. They, they they want your attention on this side when what they're really doing is on the other side. See that's that's a, a false positive. No, no, but what I'm saying, what is the origin of left and the origin of right? The origin or, of it? Yeah. The words? Yeah. I don't know. Well, oh. when I think left and right, I think politics. <laughs> right. Unless they go you left, go right. They're liberal. They're conservative. This and that. When all when they're all, they're all in the same, maybe they're just in different ships. You know. I, I I often I often the reason why I brought that up is because I often have to wonder why I know it what is. You're saying. I I often have to wonder why it is that conservatives are called the right wing and the liberals are called the left wing. Just real quick, uh, Channing. You know, the reason I didn't answer is because I knew that the origin was ancient. Because it actually says it in the Bible. It says, "My people." I forget whether it says left, right, or right, left. I've talked about this passage before, but it says, "My people don't know their left hand from their right." From the right, exactly. Yeah, there you but go. it's right in the Bible. I mean, it's so ancient. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't know what if the they, origins are. <laughs> if they knew both, see, if they knew both hands, then they would have uh, singularity. They would have continuity and polarity. They would have balance. If they knew where both their hands were. So he's kind of making it's kind of a, a form of speech language, but yeah. but the concept, the interpretation is actually you know it's very very profound in my opinion. It's almost like uh, something Solomon would say or something. But, with the current, with the conservatives being the right wing and then the liberals being the the left wing look, or the Democrats being the left wing. What they're they, doing is they're sending sending you false information. They're giving you a dichotomy, and they want you to think that the right's this and the left is that. Uh. Uh-uh. They're all the same, man. Some of those people are legitimate, but Some most are, of them are Illuminati, and they're pretending to be left or right. And this is simple, mm-hmm. basic 101. Oh, yeah. Are you familiar with the verse in the Bible that uh, the Creator is, when the Creator is, is, is talking in Ecclesians 10-2, in relevance to this? Did you say Colossians? No, Ecclesians 10-2, in My relevance to this. Ecclesiastes? Ecclesiastes, in in relevance to this? Mm -hmm. What verse is that? The heart heart of the wise inclines to the right, but the heart of the fool to the left. Okay, well, historically, uh, the left and the right have been uh, related to uh, positivity, negativity, and also righteousness. That's what's going on there. Right, right. There you go. You You have what's called the left-hand path. That's what Satan is following. Because the right, the the Republicans do seem like they they are a better choice compared to the Democrats because the Democrats was the one that funded. If you do your history, uh, it, they funded the KKK. It seems you know? like it's making, yeah. Solomon's making a distinction between good and evil. 
I'm not saying that the Republicans are you know good or anything like that. But no, there's they, there's some politicians that come up through the ranks and uh, low ranks and they try to do the right thing, but they get shot down, demoralized. They get uh, you know they get attacked or they attack their character and this and that because they don't want those type of people in the office. They marginalize them. You know they attack mm-hmm. their integrity and character. That's what politics is. If, if you don't play the game when you get to a certain height in politics, you're not going to make it. Now to get any higher, you you've got to go through a lot of initiations. You have to Agree to this and agree to that. Sign a contract. They won't tell the black. They won't tell the black community though that uh, Martin Luther King was a Republican. They'll, they'll they'll keep the black community thinking that that Martin Luther King was a Democrat. You know, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that keeps them on the roll for the Democrats. You know. Well, the Democratic Party was taken over back in the early 1900s. The Republican Party was taken over back in 1871. So. It, they're all in the same network. It's all the same spider web. Yeah, they're working. No, the that is part. an interesting uh, scriptural verse, though, isn't it? Yeah, the heart of the right. wise inclines to the right, but the heart yeah. of the fool to the left. To the left. Yeah. That is very interesting. Dave, Dave, mm-hmm. uh, what's your opinion on? Uh, what's your uh, interpretation of uh, Ecclesiastes ten two? Uh, is everything at? A wise I'm sending man. people's emails to this room. Oh, okay. No, go a ahead. Wise, Multitasking. A wa- okay, a wise man's heart is at his right hand, but a fool's heart is at his left. Hmm. It's just making a distinction. Yeah, oh, I think it's making a... It's, it's hey, similar it to what seems we said before. Very it's, just, sig- it's just restating in a different way. I think, it right. seems very, I think it's more significant than that. It's more of a terminology thing. Well, you can see historically that the left has been associated with negativity right. or wickedness. Yeah, well, that's man's uh, that's man's idea. Yeah. So, you know, God made left arm and right arm. Okay. So got right. left hand. That's the same, have... same thing with animals. There's no evil animals. Like no. an owl, a serpent. Yeah. <laughs> but see, uh, right, 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 right. They right. have traditions about them that are associated with negativity. Owl, a comorant. A you raven. Know. Yeah, a raven. <laughs> I mean, they're not a, evil. A lizard, you know, a monitor. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go on and on with that list. A scorpion. A scorpion is one of their favorites. Yeah. They, well, yeah. they kind of they use that a lot. So. Uh, another one is a praying mantis. Um, mm, that's more of a The Illuminati used it. It's goddess symbology. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually learned that recently because it's kind of obscure. Mm-hmm. Hey, Channing, you had, have you had any activity around your house lately? Uh, well, I sit at my desk all day or whatever, just trying to look for stuff or whatever. And then when it comes time, it's just buffer uh-huh. attack, buffer attack, buffer attack. So anyway, yeah, uh, I think I've been seeing things up my peripheral vision and stuff, whatever. I thought I saw something walk across the room. Like uh-huh. maybe it was a invisible Marine. I don't know. Beats me. Yeah. But, it's only out of my like the corner of my eyelash I can see this. Are you seeing yeah, traces of things? Traces of maybe maybe some like tracers. Uh, shadow beings. In other words, you look at it directly and it disappears right away. Yeah. That's funny. I used to see that stuff. I just remembered that, and I don't see it anymore. A tracer? Yeah. Mean... I would look at it and it would it would be gone. Oh, I know. Okay. I had, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I saw a few of those. It's like it was leaving something behind. Yeah, it's weird. 
And out of the cor- out of the corner of your eye, you think you see something. As soon as you turn, it's like a little trace of light that leaves. It's kind of weird. Yeah, when I was like 16, I think uh, it was uh, when I was 16, I was playing football outside with my my brother and my sister, and I think I saw like a triangle UFO over over my my house. It was a big. We had a big family, you know, like Brady Bunch, like yeah. Brady Bunch. And it was a brand new house. We watched it get put uh, together from scratch, uh, from like four, four sections at a time, and then put the roof on top. Oh, a prefab. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it was uh, in one of the most scenic uh, valleys in New York State. Where are you at, in North Carolina, man? Canada Harry. No, no, no. This is this uh, I'm in um Wadesboro, North Carolina now. Okay. Which is about uh an is hour away. Right? About Central an hour West? away from about an hour away from Monroe. From Monroe. Okay. Mon- Monroe, yeah. Uh, where it is, I heard that there's a sign in Mexico that says if you know if you're looking for work, come to Monroe. <laughs> uh, are you uh, Are you close anywhere to Raleigh or what? Raleigh, oh gosh, that's a, like what is it? I don't know, two hours away. Two no, oh, okay. Raleigh is like close. It's like four hours away. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. I'm like yeah. forty minutes away from South Carolina border. Thirty-five minutes. So you're kind of like in Central North Carolina on the south side. Yeah. Okay. And you, no, I I'm right over in South Carolina, Channing. I'm 35 minutes away from Chesterfield, South Carolina. I thought you were in South Carolina. You're in North Carolina? Yeah. I think you told me this, and I just forgot about it. Yeah, now that I remember, yeah, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. No, you're yeah. wrong. You're in South Carolina. Dave is right. A lot of military movement and activity in western North Carolina over the years. A lot of uh, military maneuvers, uh, all kinds of stuff. Well, I've got... Governor McCory or whatever his name is, he's he seems to be you know writing these bills that are mm-hmm. are pretty good. You know. Did you know there's places on the Appalachian Trail now that they've shut down? Oh that yeah, you, yeah. Something about the Russian. What are they? What do they, they got? The Russian Spesnik up there or something? Yeah. Uh, the, Why do you think they've done that? Uh, they're cordoning off certain areas for uh, uh, military purposes. You think so? Staging areas, so on and so forth. Don't even fact, think about camping. You, yeah. You'll wind up dead. You know? yeah. Well, I was huh. doing some research a while ago. No, hold it now. They, uh, just real quick, they circulate stories like that to keep people away from the trails, just like they were doing, creating monster stories about UFOs. No, no, no. Right. There's video no, no, proof true, of some guy got... sleeping on the mountain, and then he gets you know shot. And I think they fired yeah. them. Over the you years, sleep... I've got friends up in that um, area. I so, think I heard yeah. that story. Yeah, the guy's sleeping on the mountain, and then the uh, the the rangers come up there and just pow. Now that could be fake. No, it was real. No, I, no, I, I think video. it was real, but I mean they do stuff like that to scare people to keep them. To, to, what they're doing, they're managing the herd, and they one of the ways to do it is scare the herd. Don't go that? here. That's to keep the Seventh Day Adventists away from the mountains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> Well, see, if you're still, they know you have time to use reasoning and thought and try to figure things out. But if you're on the move, the only thing you're thinking about is survival. So that's the motive behind that. So hmm. They have all kinds of reasons why they do stuff. 
If you sit down and think about it, it'll come to you. It's, I heard it's the not best time to, necessarily obvious. It's kind of psychological warfare is what it is. I, I mean, heard the best reality. time to move around during a war uh, war zone uh, uh, is uh, when 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 it's raining, the drones can't spot you. Mm, kind of messes up their radar receptors and all that stuff. Yeah. Their guidance. Those system. are low level drones. Yeah. Well, they, they have got guidance. drones that okay, can see everything. Oh, They've yeah. got guidance systems in those things. They're so sophisticated and high tech, man. It's just they can just about get through anything, man. Fly you below got people radar. running around thinking they can hide from the new order in the future. They're delusional. It's not. They're delusional. Well, was, well, what about the cavemen that knocked that that they killed dinosaurs and stuff like that? If they can do that, why can't Let me people? Talk about you know, the cavemen real quick. You know, those are manufactured stories. Sure, they sure are. The cavemen ahead, are actually the survivors of the first century cataclysm. <laughs> I'm dead serious, man. I, no, no, no. I, I probably believe you on that one. Of Noah's flood? That's all manufactured. Well, I cannot. I there were there's cave dwellers down through history, but I believe that the ones that they caught. See, they show us the caves and stuff like that. I think those <laughs> are actually post first century caves. They just do that to mock us. Mm-hmm. Because it's just like the archaeological digs, they control everything. So, see, it all comes down to one thing. They're showing you something in a control system. Why are they showing me this? Ask, ask yourself this question. Are they trying to help me and, 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 and illuminate me? They're never trying to do that, hmm. ever. Okay? They don't, yeah. The only time they will ever tell you the truth is to get you to swallow some other lie. Because that's against their ethical principles. Their Satanists are running the show. You, you have to get that. We live in a system of control. So yeah, there has been cave dwellers all through history that, for survival purposes. I've talked about that. But the caves that they're going to focus on, I think they're fake. I'm talking about as far as the timing and the the people that actually inhabited them. You're like you're going to tell us that they're Neanderthals and stuff like that. No, it's um it's actually fairly recent. There's That's been people opinion. that have actually oh. shot drones out the sky before, and Colorado has a drone hunting permit. Colorado. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, they should have that kind of stuff. They're going to have to create laws. They already do with, with the drones. You can't have these things running around bothering people. They can spy on a naked woman in a high <laughs> apartment complex right out your window. Right. They're doing that in everybody's houses right now, man, through technology. Yeah. Oh. And they're also some of these insects are not real. When I this praying mantis was on my windowsill, he almost did a complete 180 with his neck. He was facing away from me and turned and looked at me, and I got highly suspicious that he was um, some kind of a you know military type thing. Wow! But I had never seen a praying mantis close up like that, so I became convinced that he wasn't. But they can do that, and I've seen insects. And it doesn't look like a robot at all? Not not at all? You wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Um, I think they have some that, that you can tell. They don't care. They look deliberately artificial. They just don't care. Right. And, wow. But if they want to make it look like a regular insect, you, you, couldn't, you couldn't distinguish it at all. But they got that stuff running around all over the place. I've seen some insects, like, you know, they're, they're totally anomalous. I remember one. I still remember one that landed up in my tent years ago, and I'm going, I have never seen this insect before. Now that insect was, I was suspicious that it was, you know, manufactured. Well, it sent to me, but I, I don't, I don't know that, you know. Hmm. Um, this is weird, man. They can do it hey, just by anything. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah. Uh, since I downloaded that Chrome, every time I go to every time I go to a tab, the Chrome comes up, and now your your web page, the uh, the site we're on right now on TalkShoe, that just went down, so I can't get back to it. Oh well, we'll do that over the phone. Well, okay, I just want to let you know what's going on here. So yeah, it's kind of weird. I can't I can't seem to maintain a tab here. Anyway. Okay. But when you actually talk about them playing around with computers, you actually incite them to do it even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, if you notice anything like that, you know, let me know because that's probably what's going on. Yeah. I mean, you that's can called, encourage them. You can encourage them. Yeah, I was just going to say it's called encouragement. Yeah, if you talk <laughs> about, um, you know, so, there was a black yeah, so. helicopter that came to my house, mm-hmm. and you get on the air and talk about it, they send the one night, the next night. That's their response. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, and so that you've actually seen a black helicopter then? Oh my yeah. God! Yes. I mean, they came, they've come after me with those things. They sprayed me. Yeah. This is before I knew about chemtrails. Yeah. I think they started spraying in '97, yeah. and they came to my house in '96. You grew up they They've been chemtrailing us to death around for, I got ill for eight days, and I and I, and I, I couldn't see anything. It was at night. Where it was you? a mist, I think, and uh, but I, I, it was. It had a metallic uh, taste at the back of my my throat, and I, I couldn't lift weights, and I had to quit, and I had to fast. How long were you And I think that's why I recovered so fast because I fasted. <laughs> but other times, yeah, they sent helicopters after me, and they played head games with me. And there was a couple times that they did what they did with Channing basically recently. Um, they bring the helicopter illegally low and like shake your house with it. And mm-hmm. I was actually sleeping; it woke me up. I go, "What in the heck?" You know. No, <clears throat> oh, they were looking. But yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll rattle. You know when a helicopter's coming. Now. They're sending. One of the messages they're sending is that we don't obey the law. If we were concerned about the law, we would not be hovering this low. Right. You might right. want to think about that because you might want to think about who we are and who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Not to get into your head. Right. The, uh, how long were you breastfed, Dave? How long was I breastfed? Yeah. Uh, normal 1950s type <laughs> motherly type stuff. Like up till you're seven years old? I would assume not. That sounds off. No, that's too old, man. No, that's no. Old. My stepmom did it. Well, I'm sure my mom that's, stopped before that. That depends on the mother, the individual. It yeah. makes the brain bigger. The baby. Okay. It makes your brain bigger to compared to those that aren't. The Illuminati, they don't like it, right? They create all. No, these they don't like it. That's and why they, they went up with all these baby formulas and stuff. They, they put the stories out there. They circulate them. They also have actresses. Young women yeah. are just like, oh, breastfeeding. They have, you, they have actresses, you do that? actresses. They have actresses that are pro breastfeeding. Yeah. And then they they get a negative reaction to to a supposed event, which can be totally manufactured. But then they highly publicize it, and they have all these commentators. Like they'll have these these bitchy. Uh, They've just swore. These bitchy women that'll sit there, like on TV, I walk by and I see like four uh-huh. bitchy women. You and they're, they're trying to define reality for you, and they will comment on these mm-hmm. events. Oh, should we breastfeed or shouldn't we not? And right, it, it always exactly. turns out to be negative. Exactly. So hey, the event can be manufactured no, from the yeah. very beginning just to get the comment going, you see. Right. As long as they can get the comment going, that's all that matters. Then, then, then yeah. this, they want to steer you somewhere, and they, they want to steer you away from breastfeeding. They spark the women's fire. And who, who would they want to target the most? Women. You know? 
You know how you can tell that this is manufactured? Look at this totally pornified society, and yet we still have women freaking out about a partial viewing of breasts in a public place. What? In this porno society? You, right there, that exposes something's wrong. You see that? Hmm. Because they will complain about showing too much breast. Hmm. So what we do is we send off these highly toxic uh, baby formulas to Africa, and the women over there are more intuitive because they're more tied into the ground and nature, and they just know it's wrong, and they, they don't want anything to do with that stuff. But women over here who watch commercials, obey the doctor, that's what they do, and they also go for the convenience, you see. And their mothers don't teach them properly. You need to breastfeed this, breastfeed this child. The mothers don't teach their daughters anymore. Well, first they they get the colostrum. Yeah, that's the most important stuff. That only they're programmed like... too. Mm-hmm. The mother. See, this has been going on multi generations now. So they got them. You'd have to deprogram everybody. It's not going to uh, happen what... because they they pay attention to the media. That's what they pay attention. That's the authority. What about King David when he took off his clothes? When he took off his clothes? Everybody takes their clothes off. No, 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 no. Um, Second Second Samuel um, six fourteen. Then David danced before the Lord. King James says with the all might, and David was wearing a linen, basically his underwear. Well, they had a different attitude towards nudity, which is not. It's not, it, this is amazing because, see, everybody's been pornified and yet we react negatively to certain things. Now, I, I, what you need to do, I'm down here making sandwiches, but you need to go back and look at uh, Saint, uh, Saul. He went into a, a static state or trance, and I'm not sure about this, but he might have danced around in the nude. See if you can find that, uh, like on Eastward or something like that. Then there's second, second. Uh, well, I mean, seriously, Samuel. see if you can find that. I can't do it right now. Then there's Second Samuel six twenty, and Michael came out to meet David and said, "How glorious was the king of Israel today, who uncovered himself today in the eyes of handmaids of his servants." Yeah, she was pointing out his shame. As one of the vain fell. Fellow shamelessly uncovereth himself. Are you talking about Micah or Jonathan? No, Second Samuel six, chapter six, verse twenty. Who's and Michael, Micah. It's oh, excuse and, me, McCall, McCall, McCall. Yeah, and McCall, McCall came out to meet David and yes, said, "Yes, yes, yes." Oh, yeah, you got to read behind the scenes there. Um, she already had issues with him. They were not getting along well. And she was looking for something to get her nose out of joint with. Oh, here's First Samuel nineteen twenty three twenty four. So when there, so so he went there to Noyas Noyas in Ram Ramah. Then the spirit of God was upon him also, and he went on and prophesied until he came to Noyas. In Rama, and he also stripped off his clothes and prophesied, prophesied before Samuel in like manner, and lay down naked all that day and all that night. Therefore, they say, 
Is Saul also among the prophets? There you go. Now, notice they had a positive response. Now, here's the question I have for all Christians today. How many Christians today, if if someone told them this guy is is, is prophesying, <laughs> how many would say that, that he's not inspired by a demon? They would all say he's inspired by a demon. Demonic, right? Hmm. They had the exact opposite view. And the scripture also says that uh, God sent uh, Isaiah out for an extended period of time. I think it was years, and he was totally naked. Wow. And notice that we've been programmed to respond to that negatively, despite the fact we've all been pornified. So our, our programming is selective. They've uh, created a bias against certain Ooh, things. Ooh, got big-time activity here. What's that? You know what? got big-time activity here. What's that? Three cop cars with their uh, lights going here. What? Well, it probably yeah, has nothing to do with you, but I mean... No, no, no. All three of them are flashing their spotlight, and something's going on in the parking lot over here. <laughs> I'm just saying that because, you know, there's a possibility it does, because, um, like with Pastor Charles, they had a, uh, a vehicle outside his home. Uh, I forget if it was every day or the same day of the week. I think it was every day. You know, it was just parked there uh, to kind of intimidate you. You know I mean? Yeah, they're there to let you know they're there. Yeah. Hmm. They're not going anywhere. They're just giving you a little signal. They, but they want you to know that it has to do with you. But they don't really do mm-hmm. anything. But they don't even knock on your door. So, screw them. <laughs> you know, they My don't intimidate is, me. I don't, I've never backed example. down ever. So. No. Now, how, how do, I can prove that. People say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on there, Dave. Yeah. No, everything they do, I talk about it on the air. That's true. Hmm. And I and I like to do it. And like, give me some more podcast material. How do you witness to a cop? Carefully. You don't Carefully. Uh, witness to people who don't want to be witnessed to. Does that sound strange to you? Well, I meant like, you know, the good news. The, yeah. Did you know that the Bible teaches that? Catch them when they're out of uniform. Witness to seekers. Someone who's seeking the truth, it was sincerely seeking. How do you know? Because if they're seeking? not, you're talking to a blinded man that cannot hear you and does not want to hear you. You're not going to get anywhere. Now you, you can you can theorize that you're sowing seeds, just like embedded programming, and the information doesn't go anywhere. But you don't want to spend a lot of effort there. How, how do you know who, who's Because who's you seeking? don't know. I just said on an earlier <laughs> show that most people are reprobate, and Christians need to face up to that. Yeah, yeah. If Definitely. you can't acknowledge that, you're delusional. The vast majority of people are plunging into hell century after century. That's why the Christian view of reality does not make any sense. Now, I say, I'm say i saying that they are going to hell, but it can't end there. That doesn't make any sense. God creates most of humanity to go to hell? That's not a good salvation plan to you. Look, if any of us could come up with a better plan, if we had the power... If we were God, we would all come up with a better plan than that based on the desire to save humans, right? We couldn't, yeah. If we yeah. had the power, we would not come up, we'd come up with a better plan than that one. So something is going on there that Christians don't understand. And I'm just saying that they get out of hell eventually, and hell is not as bad. I mean, it's it's bad, but it's not as bad as they say. Is it is it like, you know, tearing flesh and stuff like that? 
Uh, that mostly comes from like Dante's in, uh, Inferno, um, which is Illuminati propaganda. But I can't say that that doesn't happen. I mean, it might. It could happen to some people. I don't I think, think it's I think the origins origins of hell was really propagated out of the Catholic Church. Wow. In my opinion, it's a form of control because if you say people, yeah. well, you're gonna if you're gonna go to hell if you don't follow the Pope, well, it's gonna scare people and they're gonna be, you know, wanting to say, okay, well, I better do this or I'm gonna go to hell. So it's a form of control, man. Yeah. Atheists make a big thing out of that, but there actually is truth in it, unfortunately. I, I think I showed this this YouTube video to Johnny one time. I, I could be wrong, but it was about this um, artist um, that um, she says that the her I think she quoted as saying that the Lord showed her uh, what what hell was like, and and it was different punishments for different people. Oh, yeah, and stuff. I've heard different. Yeah. And she she painted what what it was like. I don't trust any of that stuff. I don't either. I've heard so many different stories, like when you're passing into death. They all contradict themselves. Just like yeah, exactly. you know, it's channelers. So right away, you're going, now hold it here. If one, if only one of them can be true, well, which one is many, it? That's assuming anything's true. All the descriptions seem like they're different. Yeah. There's so many contradictions. I just I said, well, this is a bunch of nonsense. So. Well, they had a different punishment, though, in in different places. Different places and different punishments yeah. for different sins. That's true. If there is uh, punishment for different sins, that that would follow. And I actually believe in that kind of thing. It's just not the way they portray it. Yeah, I mean, Dante, he was going into great going. detail. You know, we're talking about the Divine Comedy here. It has three parts, and one part is called the, the Inferno. They're actually different books. It's a late medieval uh, text. Yeah, I read some of that years ago. When we but, were talking about the nudism earlier, didn't we talk about that for like just a quick second on a, a podcast a while back about yeah. when I when I asked you, uh, is it more div- is it more spirit is is it more um, of a pure uh, better thing to pray naked than to pray with clothes on? I'm going to say something that's intentionally uh, both hilarious and uh, get a reaction out of people. Uh, Idealistically, the, the the more you have your clothes off, the better. Um, as long as there's nobody around, I can't think of anything good that happens if nobody's around when you put your clothes on, unless it's a temperature problem. No, I'm not talking about that either. So, if it's not a temperature problem, there's nobody around. Tell me what happens that's good when you put your clothes on, because I can't think of anything. <laughs> Confinement. I'm being uh, idealistic. Mm-hmm. But Johnny talks about how the, the New World Order will have these sex churches. These because uh, Virginia, did you know Virginia already has a nude church? That stuff is uh, mm-hmm. a bunch of garbage. They had a. They have a nude. They church had a in sect Virginia. called the Adamites. The, the, I mean, the Adamites were different. It was kind of um, a, a philosophy, a belief. Uh, uh, a belief. There was different sects in different um, centuries that were Adamites, but they used to worship in the nude. They believed that they were wanted to go back to uh, Adam and Eve in the garden, all that kind of stuff. But God doesn't approve of that because um, 
because the, the heart of man is evil, and uh, he uh, he covets things. Genesis. That's Genesis, the create, creates the problems. Genesis two twenty five, and they were na- both naked, and they were not ashamed. Well, the the man. Yeah, that was before wife. the fall. Right. They didn't know what nudity was. Right. Uh, but they, but you, you have the the nudists that are trying to bring back Genesis yeah. uh, 2.25. You have to wait for the nature of man to change. And I've actually said that when the nature of man changes, guess what? There's going to be uh, new morals. And this is going to get some people upset. Cause, you know, these, because these, they're going to take a high moral puritanical ground and and claim that people are being corrupted. Because these nudist beaches ain't going to go over too well with these uh, Muslim immigrants, I'll tell you that much. Well, no. No. They're in the cover and everything up. That's the that's the that's the extreme. The, the Illuminati. And then they and then they, and then they say that the, all the uh, they they say the most radical things or whatever, like the the, the Muslim clergies or whatever. They say like uh, earthquakes are caused by women that wear jeans. And like, well, I mean, the Bible does. Those things are intense. A lot of that stuff, Channing, is propaganda. Muslims actually don't believe it. In order to give the Westerner, this is this is what the Islamics are all about. This is what they believe. They don't even believe these crazy things. If you actually talk to them, they're puzzled by it. They go, I don't really believe that kind of stuff. It's propaganda because there's a there's an agenda out there. It's political. It's not religion. them in order to justify things like going to war and stuff. They're the enemy. And so what they want to do, they want to create propaganda so you cannot relate to them on an emotional level. Oh, no, 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 no. I never said the Muslim was the, was the enemy. It's, it's the Quran is, is the enemy. You, you see the things that are written well, I'm trying thing? to say that they're trying to convince you that they're the enemy. Not, that I'm not, thing is... I'm not talking about you. Yeah. I mean, people say that the... That the, uh, the oh, well, if you want to talk bad about the Quran, well, look at the Old Testament. How you, you, your God went and killed people, and you know had people, you know, capture people and enslave them and rape them. Like, oh, okay, well, that's like that in all the Quran, you know, not just like the Old Testament. <laughs> it's like, uh, well, the Quran is a massive um, forgery, basically. It's a propaganda text. As far as I know, it was uh, created by the Vatican. Hmm. I mean, Illuminati did, but they did through the Vatican. I, I can't prove that, but that's that's where the evidence indicates. Pretty sad, the though. You got Islamic people waking. Faith. You got people waking up to the Illuminati and stuff or whatever. But do you do you have uh, like a faction of Muslims that are waking up to the fact that the the Vatican, you know, wrote that, you know, supposedly? You know, uh, if they it, do, they would apostatize. Cause that's yeah, their yeah. sacred text, so they wouldn't have any objective basis for morality anymore. So everybody believes in the Illuminati, right? Except for I just want to say real quick that what the Illuminati oh. does is they they promote total nudity, they promote the extremes right down the line. Simple people can't figure it out, and then they promote um, extreme austerity, uh, puritanicalism, cover everything up, don't show anything. Is that true or is it not true? The same old thing, truth is in the middle somewhere. <laughs> what people don't talk about, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Feminists are a pawn, too. I mean, that are, you know, just being used to until they're 
sucked dry and cast aside. Everybody is a pawn unless they can act intelligently with knowledge. If you don't have knowledge, they will prey upon you because they're vastly more intelligent than we are. So, Do feminists have any vindication for anything that they say? Yes. Okay. It's like racist people. Yeah. They'll give you some truth, and then you're supposed to go run with it and become unbalanced, you see. Hmm. Look at all the criminal acts that men have um, done to women historically. Okay, yeah. but you have to respond to that correctly. Does that mean, does that justify uh, more criminal acts? Because that's what these crazy women are doing out there in public. They're taking their clothes off and shouting profanity. Have you ever seen some of this stuff on YouTube? It's completely off the charts. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. corrupting children. I mean, children can walk by. I mean, they got, they got uh, strap-on dildos. They're performing sexual acts. They don't care. It's completely out of control. It's not just women that get raped. Men get raped, too. Yeah. By women, you know. Yeah. I don't think it's that big of an issue, but it's it's becoming, uh, it's increasing. You're going to have more gang rape, both males and females. Is, is it witches raping it's people? What? Are, wi- are witches raping people? Because I heard of people getting kidnapped and, like, raped, and it's like a group of women doing it. Is it witches? Well, there's all kinds of witches. You're talking about a black witch, apparently, satanic witch? Yeah. I mean, they do every, everything that's evil is good, so, you know, whatever, anything and everything, it's all approved. Crazy. <clears throat> they rejoice in evil. I'm talking about a satanic witch, you know. So if uh, the if the high power uh, is really a woman and not a man uh, when it comes to this uh, well, I'm talking super about force, power. the great okay. goddess... Simple. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. Why? Why not just uh, you know? Why not have the Illuminati just uh, you know put Hillary Clinton in the seat? Okay, you talk about an earthly woman or a celestial being? Uh, well, as above, so below, right? Um, yeah, there right? would be both. There would be both, in my estimation. <laughs> so there's uh, a human on the Earth that's the most powerful human. And I'm saying it's a woman, and I don't know anything about her. And they have. Um, you know, the Illuminati always promotes the view that there's, it's the most powerful man. You don't ever hear about the most powerful woman. But they give him a name, and I forget what it is. You can Google it, and I believe that that's uh, false, this guy's name. They say he's the most powerful man. I forget what his name is. I think he's maybe like French or something like that, you know. I can't recall. But th- you're not, they're not going to come out. You're not going to be able to access that kind of stuff. That guy's whoever it would be, is protected behind so many veils. He wouldn't know anything about them, nothing. To speak about the person who would be instant death. It's like, do you want to die? Like, like right now? It's not worth it. Hmm. Nobody's going to believe you. And the people that are in the Illuminati, they're not delusional enough to believe that they can escape. So they don't try. So that... If you understood that, then you go, all these people that are saying, I'm former Illuminati. Uh, really? And you can't do it um, if God protects you. 
I'm not convinced any of these people. One exception is Sabali, but I'm not certain about her either. You've heard about her, right? S-V-A-L-I. She Supposedly she's disappeared. She's in hiding. Huh. Which you could look at that negatively or positively. Who? Who is that? Sabali. Who is that? Uh... I'm not certain, but I believe that she was a former Illuminati programmer. I could be wrong about that. But she claims she's former Illuminati. It's a oh. female. I'm surprised you haven't heard of her. <laughs> oh. Yep. Well, Google her right now. It's S-V-A-L-I. They were speculating that she was dead. I'm a little suspicious because, see, for most people, that would kind of validate that she's real. It doesn't necessarily do so with me. Because they will manufacture stories to uh, to make it appear as if it's all genuine. Nobody's ever heard of her. I have never heard of her. Oh, yeah. She, well, actually, I mean, I think she's, you know, she's up there with, like, Kathy O'Brien and people like that. One of the most well-known. Oh, that woman that said, uh, the ex-Illuminati wife tells all? Kathy O'Brien is fake. I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah, no, the other woman, the other woman that says, ex-Illuminati wife tells all. YouTube video. Uh, I'm just telling you, I think it's all fake. Um, I don't have a lot of confidence in uh, Sabali anymore. But uh, She talks about some high-up general names in, in that video. How can you get out of the Illuminati? Huh? How can you get out of the Illuminati? No, she wasn't. Her husband was. Yeah, yeah. I, I know the one you're talking about. They and and, and her husband, up. when her husband died, he left the diary. Yeah. And, and they you know, want I can't her, even and, get motivated uh, to, to investigate. The military industrial industrial complex keeps coming after her, wanting that diary, but she's got copy after copy. Yeah, it's manufactured. Huh? They create those stories to give it uh, some validity. I mean, see, you got to recognize that right now, that story looks legitimate because of what you're saying there. It's just a story you make up. They've been doing it for thousands of years. Anybody can make up a story. They make up story after story after story after story. It's probably real. Well, like I said, how can you escape the Illuminati apart from God? If these people don't turn to God after that, I'm not going to buy it. Her husband was not her. Yeah, I know. I know exact the exact woman you're talking about. The blonde-headed lady, yeah. Yeah. The most- I, I listened to a lady that said she was former Illuminati. <laughs> She's inter- interviewed on Christian podcasts. And um, she didn't necessarily convince me, but she didn't really do anything to sink herself. I forget her name. Now, she's a, she's, it's possible. But now, she's a, she's a Christian. So mm-hmm. you've got to have God's protection. You can't leave the Illuminati. They just... They, there's so many things they can do to you. It's a joke. They know where you're at. You can't. Now, here's the thing: when you got somebody running around to trying to convince you that they can, they're trying. I'm trying to hide from the Illuminati. You can't hide from the Illuminati. And if you were in the Illuminati, you would know that. So you know right away they're lying. You see that? Uh-huh. A little knowledge. You go. That person's lying. Let's take an example. On the old X-Files show, you got uh, Mulder and Scully, and they're running around with these great big bulky cell phones, right? Uh-huh. And they're talking about super secretive stuff over the cell phone, and you're supposed to believe that the government... <laughs> this is laughable. The government doesn't know about this. You see, mm-hmm. 
they they have to do that because if you don't do that, you're talking about a TV show where there's no secrets, and that's not going to work. It's not going to go. It's not going to be good media. So they're forced to make it unrealistic to entertain simple-minded people. So that's what they went with. But it's a, it's totally absurd. They know everything. You cannot speak a single word without them knowing, if they want to know. I mean, let's let's forget about the technology. Um, we've talked about how uh, frequency is information, and frequency is energy. It doesn't go anywhere. I've talked about how there's theoretical time travel where you can't actually travel anywhere, but you can reassemble the frequencies somehow. This may be the explanation for what New Age is called the uh, Ash Cake Records. And so uh, they can just, um, they can um, process and gather frequencies that have to do with you because um, they have some kind of correlation with your, your energy signature. Everybody has an energy signature, so everything you do creates a frequency, and they could withdraw all that and then start accessing it if they wanted to, to see what you said last Tuesday, even if they weren't monitoring you. This is basically something they're not monitoring you. They are monitoring Words are frequencies. Yeah, everything is a frequency. And the, and the frequency goes into the air when you speak it, right? Yeah. So it uh-huh. never goes away? It's always in the air? Can you catch it? Can well, you... not necessarily in the air, but it, it, it goes into the energetic environment. And it, theoretically, hmm. at least, they can be reassembled and read. Words are always going to be there once they're spoken, right? They're they're in the in the atmosphere, yeah. right? Well, I mean, this is like a theory. I mean, I totally believe it myself. People, will, I'm saying that because people will kind of roll their eyes and go, you know, sounds new agey to me, Dave. Hmm. <laughs> new agers are the ones that talk about this. Other people just kind of ignore it. So I guess you could say it is new agey, but there's all kinds of things in the new age movement that are absolutely true. That's why they're there, because it, you don't have to be a Christian to think that the New Age movement is kind of quirky. Things are changing, but, I mean, most people still kind of have that attitude, you know. So that's a good place to put a lot of truth. It's a little bit sensitive. Give it to the New Agers. That's exactly what they do. Another way to put that, they allow it to be, you know, discussed and circulated. Uh, in a context that the average person is not going to be able to identify or relate to. Because then it becomes safe, you see. So this is very interesting. It's just like Godlike Productions, which is a, it's got more massive propaganda and agents running around there than anywhere else I know. But that's where you'll also find the truth. But it's mixed up with such gobbledygook You'd have to be highly skilled to extract that. So how many people can? Well, they can't. So that's that's my point. It's safe. And so they use the same principle in the New Age movement. That's where they will put a lot of truth. <laughs> it sounds funny because it's safe to do it. And the New Agers themselves, they don't have any discernment. Um, I'm just speaking in general. I mean, um, you know, they're they're way better at conspiracies than Chris's. Chris's are... They're getting better. I mean, you can get exposed to low-level conspiracies on Facebook, depending on who your friends are. See, we we assume that people have these friends that talk about conspiracies. No, most of these Christians, their friends are talking about uh, going on vacation or 
Was it a wonderful church service today, Bob? They don't have a clue what's going on. They don't ever bump into the truth. Or they talk about Jonathan Kahn. What I'm talking about, anything alternative, they don't. They're not exposed to it. The, the, the Christian church is not into anything alternative. Now, I'm going to illustrate this, okay? Because I like to ask these questions. Now, I'm talking about regular, like church-going type Christianity. I want you to name one thing to me that's significant that we'll call alternative that they're exposed to. This is shocking. See if you can name one thing. One thing. Of what? Because I'm saying there's nothing. Of what? They don't get exposed to anything that's alternative. Christians, nothing. I'm I'm broad brushing, you know, because obviously we're, we're Christians. You know what I mean? But you know what I'm talking about, the local church setting, those type of people. Now, uh, now let's get take an example. Do they talk about it in a church? No. Wow. Name, name something. There's, see, there's nothing. And so that actually helps you to see that these local churches are actually um, mind control institutions. And somewhat curiously, I recommend going to them. Because of the people there, you need to find real Christians that are trying to do the right thing and try to relate to them and love them and have fellowship. Because um, the alternative is even worse. Because we're designed to interrelate with other people, you know. And Christians are supposed to be a lot different than other people. They've had their hearts have been changed, you know. Um, But they've been duped and hoodwinked. They don't know where they're coming or going, but that doesn't mean that you reject them. But as you learn and you grow, you'll find it difficult to remain in that environment, and you'll also find that you're not – here's what happens. You're not growing intellectually, mm-hmm. and you can't help these people. You notice that? If mm-hmm. you try to help them, like, let's say, well, you know, can I share a little um, article off the Internet about chemotherapy is bad? I know that you're, you, know, you, you have a mother, and she's, she wants to go get chemotherapy. You know what's going to happen? They're not going to listen to you. Then you're mm-hmm. going to try it again. They don't listen. And again, they don't listen. And then they start to circulate um, gossip about you, the weird person who's in all kind of new age alternative stuff. You heard about him? Hmm. And then you find out about it, and then it starts to affect you emotionally, and then the negative experiences start to to multiply. But you don't leave the church yet. You sit there for a couple of years, and you drift away from these people. And then you go to God, you go, God, what am I doing here? God, get me out of here. And God says, go guard an empty tent. And you stay there for another year, and then God says, all right, it's time to go. Because you can't help anybody. You can't relate to anybody. They can't relate to you. It's time to move on. Yeah, I tried to make friends, uh, be buddies with... Uh... Some, some, some guy that was uh, uh, favored by the pastor, uh, and you know liked by the congregation, and uh, come to find out, you know he 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 knows a little, he was into a little bit of conspiracies and stuff. But he's like, well, I, I do it, I do it my way, uh, and I tell people about the conspiracies this this way, so that way it's not so like. Uh, scary or whatever. Yeah. I forget exactly what he said, but he's like, you know, he, he deterred from, you know, full-fledged uh, 
talk about conspiracies. Yeah, well, you know, maybe a little here, a little there, you know. Hmm. But, uh, but you do have to tone it down for these people. They can't handle the straight truth. Well, I was like, which pill would you choose? Like the, the, red pill, the red pill or the blue pill? You know, and, he's, and I was like, ain't you supposed to choose the uh, the 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 red the red pill, right? right? Is the red I pill that don't ne- remember. isn't it the red pill that Neo, Neo takes? Is the red the Neo Neo takes the red pill? I think. Mm-hmm. Right. If you take the red pill, then you'll stay in. I think it's the in, red pill. Yeah. If you take the blue pill, then you'll go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Well, he said you don't want to take the blue pill. You want to take the red pill. <laughs> With the Matrix, you know. Uh, one of the ways I talk a lot about how. Uh, Institutionalized Christianity is a cultic system. Here's another little uh, way to indicate that. Uh, try to educate your pastor on anything significant. You could be anybody. And watch what happens. They'll smirk you. You cannot do that. It's like trying to bang your head against a wall. He's not open to truth. He's there to establish his position and maintain it from any perceivable threat. So he will perceive that as a threat. That tells you that he has got his priorities skewed. He's not a truth seeker. See, we're we're seeking the truth. We just kind of assume that because that's what we do. We don't really we take it for granted. These people are not seeking truth. Now they think that they are. If you come out and you ask any Christian, "Are you seeking the truth?" How many Christians do you think will say no? No, no nobody. Not many, no. But most of them are delusional. Look at the energy that they put over a course of a week or a year into seeking truth, and you'll you'll get your answer. They're not actively seeking the truth. Now, they're passively sitting there and being programmed by the pastor. See, he's a product of the system. I just got through proving he's not seeking the truth, because if you're seeking the truth, you're going to receive it when it's set in your lap. So you can set the truth in his lap. He can't process it, and he looks at it as a threat. But he cannot admit that to himself. He'd go, I don't, that's not true. Just like Isn't, I said before, he believes that he's a truth seeker. But he, if he was a truth seeker, then he would make some major tweaks on the theological belief system that he internalized from the seminary. Now, is that what they do over the course of their pastorate? No, they don't. So that proves, again, they're not seeking the truth. But they believe that they are, uh, but they're delusional. So. Isn't isn't uh, becoming uh, uh, in a, in a, in a state of uh, humility upon oneself uh, of in, re- recognizing and coming to realization of realizing that you you don't come a pinch close to what uh, God God expects of you to be uh, it, coming to that realization is is. is the starting process of getting to where you need to to be in life? Well, you could make the case that that everything starts with knowing thyself. This is the basis. Everything starts with information. That's the basis for repentance, and everything starts with repentance. But before you can repent, you have to know yourself. Recognize there's something wrong. we're, We're mainly talking about alternative type information, and the fact is this this information does not permeate a local church setting. There's like an iron wall, and it's also around these people's minds. They believe that God 
has given them any everything they need uh, because they want to believe that. Because imagine if God wasn't doing that, that would invoke anxiety, right? So I've talked about before with Java Ring how one of the primary things that humans are doing is they're trying to alleviate alleviate anxiety in their actions. They don't they don't realize this because they don't know themselves. And so, you know, the truth is a frightening thing, and that's one of the reasons why they put up these protective walls because um, I've said on the show a number of times, you have a, a higher superior mind. It's called your conscience. that is theoretically infallible. And your conscience knows the truth. That's why I can make all these judgments. And... Uh, but they they cannot process it. <laughs> it uh, causes them anxiety. They don't they don't want to know. They want has the has the Illumina has the Illuminati already attempted to bring the uh, the false messiah on, on on the scene? Because have you ever heard anything about this guy named? Uh, I was talking with Johnny. He told me to get on. If he's still on, about this guy named uh, Lord Rael. He calls himself the Messiah. Okay. Well, they got a bunch of those people circulating out there. Well, he said, yeah, he's saying do. judgment is coming because of those that don't believe that he's the Messiah, the Messiah. Yeah. And and the guy looks like he like he's got he's got a beard and everything and a staff and a robe. But the weird thing is he's got this Knights Templar thing on. Like they used to be like good, but then they got like bad. You know, the is nice he kind of a new age messiah? They got a bunch of those guys around. He's on 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 YouTube, uh, and he he you you never heard of him, Lord Ralph? Maybe I have. Is out here on Earth or not, Lord Ralph? He sounds somewhat familiar. They've got some uh, well-known people out there uh, that claim to be Jesus. Um. Perhaps the reincarnation of Jesus. There's a guy in Australia. There's a guy down there. Um, I think in Florida, he's a Chicano. He's got. He's just rolling in the money. And all these people are publicized by the the media. Why do you think the media would publicize these people? This Ral R A Y E L. He he says uh, he makes the claim that that was him that was hovered over Jerusalem that, that during that um that orb looking thing that hovered over the dome in in Israel he's cuz that that was him <laughs> Okay uh Frank asked me a question uh Frank are you there can you hear me say yes or no He's probably wondering why I dropped off of uh Skype Are you there Frank doing something in the background. Ooh, my chat just jumped. Huh. Are you there, uh, Frank? Or are you uh, doing something in the background? Um, is Johnny still there? I've never seen a chat do that. I think they're playing with us again. Okay. Yeah, I was looking at this question he asked, you know, way back, and then it jumped all this information just leapt all of a sudden, like, you know, like leap. He says, uh, so you don't think that the sacrifice of Jesus has reconciled us to the creator, Dave? No, I, I actually believe it has. Um, 
But reconciliation has to do with the restoration of all things. It has to do with the restoration of our bodies, deliverance from a Genesis 3 curse, which hasn't happened yet, and that's why we're aging eventually, which you know culminates in death. But yeah, spiritually, we've been reconciled. Yeah, I don't have a problem with that. So Now, um... You know, the, the scripture teaches this, so you can go to Second Corinthians chapter 5, and it talks about reconciliation, and Paul has a doctrine of reconciliation, and he actually says we've been reconciled, you see, but that's spiritually. Um, everything around you that's physical has not been reconciled. It's still devolving progressively, and that will tell you it's not been reconciled yet, because reconciliation has to do with restoration, and spiritual restoration Actually, all types of restoration that has to do with you holistically, uh, your mind, your spirit, your soul, your body, it all all happens in stages. And uh, scholars will, will, will emphasize that because they say that um, the salvation process itself goes through as many as, believe it or not, five distinct stages, which culminates with the judgment seat of Christ. You've got three different verb tenses there. Christians are confused about salvation. They look at salvation as a past event. The Bible does not do that. But it acknowledges past salvation. That's initial salvation. And then there's two different verb tenses that acknowledge that we are being saved. Most of the verb tenses refer to future salvation, which Christians somewhat uh, curiously ignore. And there's as many as three of those stages, and the last one would be the judgment seat of Christ. Now, I'm actually saying there's scholars out there that, that say that your salvation process is not fully complete until um, you receive a judgment. Because you, you see these people who basically go to the left or the right based upon the, the judgment of Christ, you see. And the reason people are confused is because there's so many people running around talking about eternal security. That's kind of an infantile uh, modernistic doctrine. It's a 20th century doctrine. It has been around. Um, uh, St. Augustine talked about it uh, to some degree in his classic uh, The City of oh, God work. Uh, apparently there were some delusional people around that time as well. But um, they've kind of come and gone historically. But that's a very modernistic view that's uh, promoted by Southern Baptists who have basically abandoned the... Um, Orthodox teachings of the Protestant Reformers, none of them held to that view. They held to a view uh, called the perseverance or preservation of the saints, which teaches that God um, can sanctify you. And uh, if he can't sanctify you, you can't glorify God. Because, like it says in Romans chapter 2, it says, these are people that are keeping the Torah. He, he's talking about Jews in Romans 2. And he says, my, my name is blasphemy." among the Gentiles because of you. You know what I mean? So everything is reducible to knowledge and um, the application of knowledge, intelligent action. And uh, sometimes it's a problem with effort. Sometimes it's a problem with not understanding what to do. You got the wrong information. So. Oh, so anyway, I got you there, Frank. Um <clears throat> I got a new computer, and uh, and I lost my my Skype contacts because I couldn't access the account. So it gave me this older um, 
Skype account, uh, which I actually forgot about, which is not entirely bad because I've got contacts in there I completely forgot about. But anyway, I lost yours, and I tried to put an ounce of salt per day in the search engine. I came up with nothing, and I kept trying. I go, what the heck? So that's why you haven't seen me on there. I'm not hiding <laughs> from you. And also, I had problems with my computer, and people have had me running here and there and stuff like that. And uh, I also, um, I had problems because uh, I had a toxic reaction to uh, Axe body spray, and uh, it affected my throat. And I was I was not sick. There's a difference between a toxic reaction. I've had them before. A good example of a toxic reaction is one time I was out hiking. And I have a personal air purifier I'm wearing right now around my neck. And those are very important once you get away from an, from an air purifier because what it does is it makes you more sensitive to toxic air. So you'll go outside, you'll get a headache. So I would have to wear these out and about because we're getting sprayed with chemtrails. And um, I actually have two stories about this. One was on a bus. And... Um, I started feeling like I was getting uh, ill very rapidly, and I was going, oh, my God, what is wrong with me? I looked down, and my, my, my air purifier was off. And I turned it back on, and I gradually got better. And the reason it's so bad is because there's a conspiracy out there involving airports, large buildings, shopping malls, and buses. Um, it's not about the money. They actually had a lady come on on Coast to Coast AM. She was not conspiratorial, so she couldn't comprehend it. But she laid down the evidence. There's, there's no question that they're doing this. They've made changes. They're not changing the filters, so the air is polluted. Okay, and she thought it, they were doing it to save money, but no. Um, you know, I hold to the view that they actually have to get permission from God progressively, because everything has to deep has to do with devolution, and as we devolve, God is giving these dark hierarchies permission because they could be doing all kinds of things right now, and uh, they can't they can't do them because God says uh, no. They have to report into somebody. You see, it looks like they're out of control. They're running wild. That's what they want you to believe. Every God has his, his finger on the pulse. He's in total control. And the things that you're seeing are exactly what he wants. He's making it look like evil is winning. Because God is into drama, and he's into re reversals. And he's going to reverse all this. Jesus taught this. He said the last will be first, and the first will be last. Yeah. And the first are the most wicked and evil. The Satanists, the ones that worship Satan perfectly. And the people that are last are the holy people. And they're being slaughtered and martyred. And if you don't believe that, <clears throat> go to um, Hebrews chapter 11. That's what happens if you really want to draw an eye unto God. They'll seek you and hunt you down because you're like a problem. Now, if you're just a churchgoer, no problem with you. We're not even going to bother with you because we have a limited amount of uh, forces and we'll focus on the problem. You're, you're not a problem, sir. And that's why you're clueless. And that's why you can't <laughs> process this podcast. Uh, what was I saying earlier about an example? What was the example that I gave? Oh, about the air purifier. So, oh, yeah, so I was out hiking, and uh, I, I uh, 
Now, this one was different. Um, I don't remember exactly how it happened. I don't remember if I reacted on the hike, but I got sick for eight days, and my air purifier quit. It actually broke. And they were hitting me heavy with chemtrails, and uh, I had no protection, so I got sick. So in saying that, um, I was not sick like, you know, we think sick. That's a toxic toxic reaction. see, See, there's nothing wrong with me. It's there's something right with me, and I have a warning system that other people don't have because they're too toxic. It's like driving an old jalopy where all these different systems don't work, and you're supposed to have a, a system there that warns you with these idiot lights, and that's not working either. So you don't know what's going on with your car, assuming that the stuff is reliable. Same thing with your body. Your body is a system of a pipes, and it's all clogged up with toxic sludge. But you're not supposed to know about that because your doctor is going to do precisely nothing to talk to you about, gee, you need to detoxify. Now ask yourself this question. Are there more environmental toxins on this planet than there used to be? Is it getting better or is it getting worse? Notice how the government doesn't warn you about toxins, you know, poison. Everything is poison. If you live in a house, look around. It's all toxic. I've talked about the things that aren't, they're they're minimal, they're trivial, like uh, there's a piece of natural silver. Wow. (laughs) That's not toxic. Yeah, that would be a wedding ring, okay? That's not going to help. It's got to be something significant, okay? So they've imprisoned us in an electromagnetic, highly toxic, weaponized environment, and you're not supposed to know about this, especially if you're a Christian. Look around at Christians on a local church level and see for yourself, what do they know that's significant? They don't know anything. They don't know anything. Okay? So it's really pretty shocking. So anyway, yeah, that's the toxic reaction. So uh, these little air purifiers are important. But they, they chew up batteries. It's not too bad, but... Anyway... Oh yeah, that's it. I remember they put the uh, in in a lot of public restrooms and stuff. They put that little blue uh, circle thing inside the toilet, and every single time the toilet flushes, so you get blue water. Why would you want to go near with that thing? Uh, he's asking me, Frank, if the most powerful woman is the consort of Nakash. Um, I believe that the Nakash was the adversary of the Old Testament, but the answer to that is yes. I did a four-hour podcast with uh, Spirit Cleaner tonight on Skype, and uh, we talked about this in more detail than I ever have because he asked me all these questions. But you're actually talking about the upper Lilith. There's an upper and a lower Lilith, and that's why there's two different traditions about Lilith. And you got to remember that Christians don't have traditions about Lilith. That's fact number one. Fact number two, they're suspicious about them. Fact number three, they have them in Judaism. Uh, Fact number four, they have two apparently conflicting accounts. But That's because they're talking about an upper and lower Lilith, easily resolvable. And you can see that if you take that and go back to them and go, oh, one's a spiritual being, the other one's an earthly woman. Makes perfect sense because that, yeah, that's that's what it's talking about. So they took away this concept of an upper and lower self, 
which as far as I know was a universal belief. Uh, does anybody know who Central Florida is? I don't want to get some agent on here. They just they get on here and they. Oh, did I enable them? I got a Hello. new computer, so things work more easily. Who's this? This is Eric Yannamine. Shalom. Oh, okay. Good. You can talk for a while because I was going to eat a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to just tell people. I said I'm going to check out. I got to eat something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't catch the topic of your show, brother. We don't have really have topics. We just kind of. Eric, can you there. explain to me what that thing that you were telling me about in the private message about the every state? There's a messiah. There's an anti messiah for every state or something like that. What was that, that you were talking about? You see, the Society of Jesus and all that. These Jesuits, they have planted in every state. Thanks, thankfully enough, to their their co-contributors, the you know Knights Templar. They're in every state. It's a Masonic movement that they've planned out like for forty years now. What do you know about this uh, Real guy? Well, he's down with the he's down with the Confederation of Light. <laughs> you should really like check out you know Sherry Schreiner because she's down with those folks. Because I I just saw uh, you know supposedly he got arrested or whatever a while ago, but then you know the Knights Templars bailed him out or whatever in Indiana or whatever. Yeah. But then and then he's got a new video. Like three months ago, from August twenty fifth, uh, just three months old, talking about how yeah. judgment is judgment is coming to America because we don't believe that he's the Messiah. Hey, Channing, real quick, can you give me a link to that guy on Facebook? I just did in a private message. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've researched the guy for quite quite a while now. I've known about him. Well, I thought that it was done because you know people talked about how he was arrested and that was it. That was a done deal. But no, he's still at it. So he plan oh, he's, yeah. he's like he's really trying to like shun, uh, make people feel really bad for not believing him as the Messiah. Hmm. Is he like a and new age science? Um, yeah, big time. Time, every man. single time, every single time, there's an event that takes place, like an earthquake or something like that. He says, "I caused that," and he and he has it all lined up, like where it, it happens, like when he said it was going to happen. You know. Mm-hmm. So we're wondering if he's a mind-controlled slave or if he's one of these actors they roll out there playing a messianic role. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those actors that they picked up pretty much down to his limit when he was stretched out beyond stretching. You know what I mean? They put him in jail. They had him pretty much cooped up for a couple of years. He used to be the actual head of the, uh, the, the Guardian Angels back in, uh, in Chicago. Oh, well, to me now, okay, Angels. that to me is a dead He story. goes by you know, Lord Real. Lord Real. Yeah, that to me gives a dead... I didn't realize. I've heard of this guy before. Yeah. Yeah, he's in on it because you you can't... In my opinion, you can't become the head of the of the Guardian Angels because, I mean, they're that they're all manufactured... To make the you know it's they, they manufacture these uh, ground up movements. It's well, this guy be, says uh, it's supposed to be a movement the, of the people. You know what I mean? This, this is your movement. Says, Get excited! This, you know this is alternative. No, it's the same old show they manufacture. This guy yeah. is saying that he's the Messiah, and he's showing that he like the supposed evidence and everything. Like, look, I caused this flood. I caused this earthquake, and it happens when he says it's going to happen and stuff. Yeah. 
Well, they yeah, had they had a black guy that was doing that kind of stuff with UFOs. But see, um, he was an agent, or he was mind controlled, oh, and they were not? they were using the technology. They, they people would go. There'd be a crowd. Um, this guy used to talk about Yahweh all himself, or call himself yeah, Yahweh. Exactly. But the, yeah, the, yeah, exactly. They have a fake Anak too. That the black guy with white hair, long white uh, dreaded hair. They, he's the fake Anak. Okay. Dude. Wow. Yeah, but they're in on it. They manufacture the whole thing. <laughs> it's, not yeah, it's all it's all yeah. pre-manufactured, and and the thing is that when you start to see the guy where he came from, how they picked him out, and how he's he says he's been claiming that. He was in the point of his life where he didn't realize his coming until they had approached him and showed him his bloodline heritage, hmm. which all to me sounds Scottish Rite-ish. You know, like uh, that's that's what they do in the Masons. They they really contrive a lot of beautiful things to the ear. Ear tickling is what they provide, and to, for people to come to them, you know, and not only that, they also put into effect an oppression on people to build him up to that point. Because the guy is very charismatic. He's very well, yeah. charismatic to the point where people will actually bow down on their knees when he's walking by them. It's, I don't know how that happens. I don't even care about it because, you know, the thing is that every knee shall bend, not just the crowd that he's around. Huh. Every knee shall bend. And, you know, they, it's They will also put actors around these people, like the inner circle, they they created this huge Rashishna cult down in Oregon. You probably heard about it. The people wore orange and they were doing all this weird sexual stuff. There was some guy that got imported from India. But, you know, it's the same old show. The CIA is involved with it. And, uh, you know, just to school somebody, I mean, when the Beatles first came over here, they were paying uh, daughters of satanic families that went to Catholic, um, you know, schools to sit there and yell at the Beatles to make, to get, to get it going, to get excitement. It was manufactured, it's been exposed. So if they can do that kind of crazy stuff, creating an inner circle that's going to bow before them and throw, you know, petals or flowers and stuff, that's nothing. Yeah. yeah. It's an old heard. trick to full chanting. Did you know you're easy to full chanting? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to eat a sandwich here, so... I'm actually going to give the phone up so you guys will have to carry the show. I'm going to let it charge a little bit. Uh, but I'll do it right now. So, goodbye. I'll be back later, okay? All right, brother. Don't. No dead air. I don't want no dead air. All right? Okay. Gotcha. No, but that's uh, basically what he was purporting is that he's now down with the Confederation of Light and these hmm. other forces that are coming against the Earth. And hmm. uh, he, he's a proponent to all that. Sherry Schreiner garbage and uh, you know these mediums and since seance people Yikes. he's he's all down with all these occultists and he's trying to unify everybody you know it's, that's part of their their ongoing you know that's what they want to do they want people to be unified they want coexistence you know that's the underlying uh, need of the conversation well I actually too. believe that Sherry Schreiner is a genuine person well I'm sorry, but she's claiming some stuff that's outlandish and against scripture. She's calling herself the anointed twelfth or something like that. Uh, I don't know about that, man. That's a, that's a claim that's very bold and it's unscriptural. It really is. You know, and uh 
I mean, really, her organ blaster craziness, and she's selling them for for whatever amount. I told you about the organ that I I, I I witnessed it destroy chemtrails. Yeah, well, her organ mixture is a demonic, uh, eroding one. <laughs> it's a, no, no, that's that's lies that's put out by by another Sherry Shriner. That's that's a that's a d- different Sherry Shriner. Or There's no, no, that's a, that's a different. That's another Sherry Elizabeth. Uh, some Elizabeth Elijah Sherry, and that's that's she's putting out that stuff against Sherry. Uh, she's Elizabeth Elijah Sherry. She's a witch. Um, yeah, but Shriner is too as well. What she's claiming, bro, is like a whole bunch of craziness. It's not just whoever you're talking about. I know. I've been checking out Sherry Shriner and what she's been talking about, and she's talking about this Confederation of Light garbage and all that, bro. She's like, no, no, she's into- against that. <laughs> Well, last time I heard she was talking some craziness, and then she made a claim too that something was going to happen September something, and then nothing something and nothing happened, and then something else happened, and she's making you know. And then she talks about how the fact that is because they they purposefully push it back to make her look bad. Yeah, that it's um, I you know I I've had her on the show actually two three two three times, and you know I really believe that she's a you know a friend you know. Oh, well, I don't. I don't really go for those that uh, make date claims. I don't talk to too many people that deal with that. And when they do, they kind of tend to push me away. Or if not, the spirit convicts, and they don't want to talk to me anymore because I try to explain to them. Nobody can claim the time or a date. I bring them truth, and it's on them. They don't want to talk to me after that. They, they just, you know, why, why would a person not want to talk to you if you're saying something that's scripturally correct? Unless they're so ashamed that they can't get away from it? I don't know. Yeah, like when you were on the show the other day, you 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 were gone. You What happened? Oh, that, I couldn't get back in. I called up and the, the line was not even, it was acting like there was no show. Oh. Hmm. I called up. I actually got that message that there's no show, even though you said the show is still on. Right. I don't know, man. Um, I tried calling back twice, and that didn't work, so. Hmm. <laughs> you know how that works for me sometimes, man. <laughs> I'll be able to talk for a good, a good portion, and then to click, I get disconnected. and. Yeah. I don't know what I was. I, did, I even forgot my train of thought of what I was. A lot talking of the time about. when you were talking about the the new the new aircrafts that they have, yeah. <laughs> Talk know. about the fact that you 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 can't mail you can't make a website for me because they they're preventing you from do that. Yeah, yeah, I mean honestly, they're getting in between us and well, they're getting between me and and the service. They're blocking my. My input, apparently, on their script on that page, because, I mean, I can't even find it on, on the script when I go to look at the details for the page. Uh-huh. I don't see it that it's, uh, there's anything modified on it. It doesn't look modified. But whenever I put in whatever I put in, it gives me the return that it's incorrect, which makes no sense. You Unless can't. there's a problem with the password on the server, and that makes no sense. That's kind of... Well, on their end, sometimes I guess. But and then you tried one, two, three, log me in, and all the other. I've tried all the remote. other sites. And... Right. I was able to create the account. 
but then I can't get another email that's a confirmation that doesn't allow me to get into the site. Then we've tried computer-to-computer -computer remote access, something that most people don't know about. <laughs> Which I can do very easily, but apparently it doesn't allow me to. It doesn't want me to, um, despite whether we change settings for a firewall or whatever. <laughs> it won't uh, allow me to connect. Yeah. Uh, they they know what's going on and they, they, they understand they've got my information. They don't you know, I, I don't personally I don't care, but when they do cause trouble or issues like this, I don't give it too much. I, I just like, Well, there you go. They, well they do the uh, same thing for Dave too. Whenever Dave tries to get uh, his rent they try to stop it. Really? Yeah. See, that's how they work, man. In the slightest and most subtle ways, they try and prevent things from happening to cause us grief. Dave, yeah, Dave, Dave relies on his rent. That's all he... Yeah, yeah and that's, they like to do that, man. That's uh, how they play. You know, They're not going to cause you too much harm except for the fact that it's going to make your, your life a little harder. You know, that's... They like doing that. That's, that's what they feed off of when you give it too much thought, you know? So, I know that's why I don't. I don't. I, I try my best to try and find solutions instead of looking at the same darn problem over again. Mm -hmm. Find an alternate path. They won't realize whatever. I don't do it while they're realizing it, and boom, get it done. But uh, yeah, that's basically how they'll oppress people, and they know people are putting out the truth. They'll do certain things. They'll get through to certain people, or for that matter, they'll send certain friends your way. Somebody wants to befriend you. Um, and try and put a wedge in your life somehow. Yes. Yeah. How the enemy works. They're, they're very subtle. And again, I expect to see a whole bunch of weird people popping in and out all over the place. Um, I've got like oh, about right. 500 something different friends or something like that. I'm thinking about messaging them all and saying, you know, like, how, what's the perfect thing I can like ask them to make sure that they're not like agents or something like that? Because I'm sure like half of them are on everybody's Facebook. Uh, I mean, like, if you don't hi, are people, you really my friend? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, somebody did do some kind of a post where it said something to the effect where um, in just a short, brief sentence, can you tell me how we met, how I know oh. you, and if you're paying attention to my posts, well, then leave me a, a reply, you know, oh. and... Uh, and if you don't, then I guess you don't. You're not worthy of being my friend, and I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people do it, <laughs> you know, and they cut their friends this short. That way, they know who they're really talking to. You know, then I mean, there's this. My... There, then there's this crazy hacker virus out there, or something like that. There's hackers uh, that uh, people post this thing on 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 the Facebook walls, and they say, "Watch out." If uh, I have nudity on my wall, it's not me. It, 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 you know, it, hackers are you know going on to people's uh, people's accounts, and you can't tell. You know, you could have nudity on your wall right now, be looking at your wall and not even see it, but I can see it. That's how we have it set up. Yeah, no, I've seen that before. Yeah, I've, I've seen it personally a couple of years back. As a matter of fact, occurred to somebody who. Uh, Friended somebody they shouldn't have, and turned their web their 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 timeline inside out. Huh. They were huh. advertising shoes and themselves and other chicks. And <laughs> no, but I'm saying you can't see it, but your friends can see no, it. No, no, and that's the whole thing. He couldn't see that his profile 
picture looked different or right. that it was putting out those shoe advertisements and sexual things. Mm-hmm. It was it was weird, man. And uh, he was a bus driver, too. It was the craziest part. A lot of them, uh, I think uh, Illuminati has a, an agenda to, to get people to like and adore hackers. Like, for example, Anonymous, We Are yeah, Legion. Yeah, that's yeah. They, that, that, that's, yeah. They wait. First of all, they say we are anonymous. No, you're not. They, 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 the big brother knows who you are. The big brother knows where you, your name and everything about you. What do you mean you're anonymous? You know, that's so well, phony. That's, it's the whole thing against the world that the world is so gullible to understanding that. You know, they they look at the Guy Fawkes mask and they think it's a good thing when it's horrible. It Guy is Fawkes horrible. Is not gonna be, it's not to be. He's not to be celebrated. Really? I thought he was he's a hero. Guy Fawkes is not. He's no hero. <laughs> they want people to think that. When you really research Guy Fawkes and you find out about him, I like to say he's a researcher. Hmm. You know, we, we, people don't realize what Guy Fawkes is all about. You know, and they run around toting these masks and everything. Meanwhile, they don't know the true picture. Just like them claiming to be, you know, Christians. These, oh boy, these religiosity types. They think that they're, you know, putting the, the, the mark of, of uh, that they're, and it's really ignorant, man, to consider yourself that, which they say is an infidel. The word infidel really means the one who believes against God. Mm-hmm. It's basically saying you're an atheist in their language. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, and, and Christians tote that around haphazardly. You know, or for that matter, the cross. They're putting the sign of Tammuz on their picture. Mm-hmm. You know, why, why do you even put the sign of Tammuz on your face? Right, yeah, that was, the, that was the comeback for when uh, g- uh, gay marriage was passed in the Supreme Court. And that was actually an Illuminati card. Uh, you know, all the Illuminati cards that they, that they came out with in 1995? You know, the, uh, yeah. the Illuminati card game that they took off the, the, the store shelves? Uh, People were yep. catching on to it or whatever the, you know, claim was, uh, you know, the Illuminati was uh, the claim that they had for taking it off the shelves or something like that. And uh, <laughs> then it came out the same uh, time Magic Cards came out. Well, the the uh, the Supreme Court was one of them, one of the cards. And so, whoa, what does that card mean, Supreme Court? Ah, the gay marriage. Yeah. Yep. It's a time where the law of the land is going to be, you know, pretty much put out there by the Supreme Court system, where instead of it being judged by the, you know, our amendments and our rights, Constitution. Well, I mean, they have a card for everything. They had a, they have, a, they had a card Supreme for Princess Diana. Supreme Court Di- doesn't rule. That's yeah, the whole thing. They, Supreme Court, they don't rule. They had a card for Princess Diana. They had a card for the the Boston uh, event, the Boston Marathon event. They had a the the, the BP oil spell, you know. You know, sometimes, you know, people, you know, they t- talk about this, but uh, I think this should be like a two-hour show or something like that, just on Illuminati cards, because they, you know, they always, they always, uh, they always use well, them. You get, the, you get the crowd that says they don't believe in those cards because that's their work. But they, uh, they're responsible <laughs> for things. But a lot of you them... give them that much uh, credibility, so to speak. No, they've come to fruition. It's not... I don't believe in that, you know, talking about this, yeah. this giving the enemy uh, power. You know, I, I don't, you know, if they're doing what they're doing, it's just like what Dave was saying. It's, yeah, 
the creator is is bring is making it appear that the enemy is is so powerful, so big and bad, is big bad wolf and it's going to blow down our our house. But actually, in reality, he, the, the big bad wolf's not going to blow down our, our house. If anything, it'd be yeah, it'd be the creator that would do that because uh, the yeah. creator, you know, the but yeah, it's like what David was saying earlier that you know they're just uh, the creator's making a pair to be that things is just uh, the enemy's going to win, but it's it's not really the case. <clears throat> or else, why would it say that in this in the scripture in Revelation about how you know they'll ask the the rocks to to fall on them to hide themselves from the wrath of the Lamb? Now, is that esoteric or something like that, or is that like literal, like? Asking the rocks to fall on them to hide themselves from the wrath of the Lamb. Because, look, they have the underground bunkers. They have the bunkers inside the oceans. They have the bunkers inside the mountains, which is covered by rocks, to hide themselves from the wrath of the Lamb. What? Come on. Seriously? Like, 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 the, yeah. like, like the Lamb, like the Lamb can't kick down that, that, that barrier in the mountain? Like like the lamb like the like they gonna escape the lamb's wrath like they're gonna escape the Messiah's wrath. Yes, they think they're actually brainwashed into thinking that they can hide from all kinds of you know haphazard events. I mean, really, when you think about it, these guys they they really don't have their own lives, their own wills. They they given their will up to to the other guy. That's that's what they are about. I mean. They may not even feel it or think it, but they'll do things that are according to that thing's will, not Abba's will. You know, they're they're lost. I only pray that they can come to the final, you know, understanding whenever. Sooner the better, I would think. But you know, these folks, they're they're, they're just running around enjoying the world. You know, I mean, when I look at almost all the actors and what their life is about, you know, what is their life about? What do they provide to this world aside from their own? The only thing that they know to do is entertain. Entertainment, uh, entertainment. That's a very vain lifespan of, of doing something. You know, entertainment. How are these are celebrities doing? going to, uh, you know, react when the economy tanks? Are they just going to get chipped? Well, they're probably already chipped as it is. You know, because the. Being chipped is the solution to the economy tanking. You know, you, you, the, the, the currency, the currency uh, that plummeted uh, the whole entire world, all the currencies around the whole entire because that's the, it's not just America that's going to plummet, it's currency, it's it's going to be all the currencies that are going to plummet, right? According to prophecy, right? So, I mean, it's in the digital currency, the chip in the hand. It's all going to go into, right, uh, it's all going to go there. So, they planned it pretty much to go, you know, the way. Mostly celebrities, they have a chip Bitcoin. already. Huh? Most of these celebrities have a chip already. I'm thinking they do. I don't have any confirmation of it, but I mean, most people that are in that, they already chip themselves just so that way they can have the the anemones, so to speak, to walk through and pay for something by waving their hands, you know. You know, there's a lot of Christians that are just, you know, that they're they'll like, you know. I'll still be saved if I take that, you know, I mean, like, what, I, and then, you know, it's not the mark or whatever, but whether it is or whether it isn't or whatever, they, they, this, the thing can, can, can control, control your, your, your mind. I wanted to let that in my, in my, in my hand because we're electrical beings. So if we're electrical beings and that device is electrical, that thing can control me. 
yeah. I mean, I, I know too much about nanotechnology to say that it's a safe bet you can have it in you and then take it out of you. I don't know. Once they launch their nucleotides and then these little nanites particle go through your body, who knows what. Now they have the uh now they have pills. Uh the pharmacy industry the um scientists uh created pills that can uh uh beep back at beep back at their end uh, whether or not you actually took your supplement or not. It it can really? it, it it's um some sort of uh RFID technology where you take your you it, it, so you be popping RFID supplements now. Or I mean oh, not not no, even yeah, supplements. RFID right. medication. Yeah. RFID medication. The 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 depression medicine, uh schizophrenia medicine, whatever it is that they got for t- tailored for whoever they have medicines tailored for. Time for your meds. <laughs> time for your medicines, yeah. Time for your meds and uh, it's time for your pre programmed uh dosage of whatever they want to give you. Yeah. Gee, whiz. Uh, it's I you mean know, there was someone else aside from um You ever see people in jail? How they line up? They have people. In, they they do the. You think they're just doing this to free people? They're doing this to people that are in prison too. You know, people and jail. People that are in prison and jail. They line right up for the the, the doctor to give them their medicine. Some people are well, getting lots of pills. You don't even have to go that far. You can go to the, the shelter and, and or the VA or the VA. How they deal with people? Oh, forget it. You can go to the VA. They want to prescribe you a pill for anything, bro. A pill for anything. Any trouble you've got, they go want to give you a pill or medicines, meds. You know, like me, the other day when I was going there just to get my amoxicillin. That's all I wanted was amoxicillin and quaphenesin. I already know what I want. You know, but no, they really got to treat me. Now they want to pay special attention to me. Now that my lungs sound like they're going to cave in. <laughs> they want to they give me therapy. That's what they called it, therapy. We want to give you therapy. I was like, we need therapy. We need therapy. Uh, I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> I didn't come here for therapy today. I came here just for some meds so I can go home and rest. Mm-hmm. No, Mr. Oh, no, we can't do that. You sound horrible. We can't let you walk out if you collapse. But then what? Then what? But the therapy <laughs> is, 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 is systematically designed to you know, make you, you know, feel nervous and stuff because, you know, they have it already rigged when you do the therapy with them and you cave in with the therapy with them. You have your little therapy session with them. It's like, uh, oh, you're, you seem antsy. Oh, and then if you're not antsy and you're just cool, calm, collective, it's like, oh, why are you so calm? It's like, you know, darn if you do, darn if you don't, you know? Wow. Put this way, you can deny them treatment. You don't have to take it. They reject it. They'll make you sign some paperwork, which is what they did to me, saying that I refused treatment. And I didn't care. I refused treatment. It's not under my. It's not according to any program. I was just a walk in that day. Uh, I didn't have an appointment or anything by their standard. I was just right. going in there just to right. get they got what the bear I needed. Trap and that was it. Right. That, that's you know? it. All you have to do is be a walk, and then there's you know, they're just like oh. Yeah, I realize that there's a bear trap. I realize that there's conspiracies, but 
It's just a walk-in. It can't be any harm. Yeah, you yeah. think? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Well, these guys got their. They've got their. They've got the agenda. And you know these doctors are so brainwashed into the system, anyways. You know they 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 only think they're doing something beneficial for you according to their outline, what they've been told that they have to prescribe, that they think is uh, you know beneficial for you. Meanwhile, why why do I want bromine in my system? Why do I want you know uh, steroids in my system? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just allow the capillaries to open up in your lungs. I know about my physiology, people. You don't have to give me a physiology one on one. You know, I told them, people, listen, I, I know about medicine, okay, folks? And listen, I just was going to be an easy 10-minute ten, ten operation for you guys to just prescribe me and get me on my way. Very easy. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to consider certain things. Uh, listen, I told you, I'm fine with considerations, but just provide me with what I wanted, please. I just, you know, and then that's when I really got upset with them because I was there for two hours, three hours now. Normally, last time I went through, it was only if I waited 40 minutes, saw the doctor, told him what my issue was, he prescribed me, and I sent me on my way. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of people asking for, you know, happy happy pills nowadays because what? I, I mean, oh, which, well, you know, the only conclusion to that is a lot, of, a lot of people are depressed. Why are so many people depressed? You know, it says right here, critics claim, uh, this is from the dailymail.com, well, whatever, you know. I don't get into that, oh, that site's satire. I get into the fact of whether or not that satire site that you claim is satire, you know, whoever's claiming uh, what I say, uh, you know, or anybody, you know, when they talk about, you know, information from a certain site or something like that. Oh, that's satire site. Well, is the information real is the whole is the whole thing, you know, because before it's news puts out legitimate stuff, even though they put out a lot of satire stuff, too, or whatever. Critics claim antidepressants are being handed out like sweets, candies. Now our shocking experiment uncovers the proof doctors are dueling out happy pills to anyone who asks. Well, and this is the funny thing is that what I also see a problem with that is um, they've also cut back on the amount of, of these uh, hardcore, at least, you know, like oxycodones, things of that nature. They've cut that out. Plus, they've not only done that, people that used to get prescribed morphine to deal with pain, they've stopped dealing that out. They've cut that out. Mm. So it kind of built up a junkie nation. Yeah. Yep. Now they're going to take away their meds, and then what happens to that person? Yeah. What's going to happen to them? I mean, it's almost like cold turkey. Yeah. What's the deal with the generic stuff compared to the uh, non-generic when it comes to medication? And generic stuff? is just because they use the big name brand um, chemicals components to, to make their drugs. That's the whole thing. It's utilizing something that's just as good. Hmm. That's what generic is. It's not using the mainstream, no-named convention drugs to make their drugs. That's the difference between generic. It's second. It's a second. It's right below second. It's like tier two versus tier one. Top tier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how they. You know. I, 
when I was when I was looking at medicine back when I was in the foreman as in the Navy. What, what's ago. tier one and tier two for people that don't know? I I don't understand. Well, no, I was just making an example. You know, like a higher level versus lower level. You know, or higher oh, yeah, quality yeah, versus yeah. low quality. You know, generic versus name brand. You know, generic is basically like no frills. You know, it doesn't have a big name, but it does the same the same thing. Huffington Post: One in four women are taking depressant medicine. One in four women. One in four women are taking depression description prescription. Yeah, my my um, ex was part of that scene. Um, she was a it, pill popper, and I didn't know anything. But about that stuff that. will rewire your mind and make you make make you someone that you. You make you someone yeah. else. It will make you someone else. It, it, I guess it could inhabit you for possession as well, probably, because if you're not yourself, then you, you're open for anything, right? It's a gateway. Yeah. It's a gateway drug. Or. Yeah, I see those, those, it's pharmacia. You know, it's all pharmacia. And there, you see, and the thing is, again, I'm not going to say We talked about this, yeah, on the, on the show not last night. Not all drugs are uh, bad, but, you know, there are, there are medicines that you don't make in a normal situation that people can't normally make. And when they start going into this hybridization of medicine where you need a chemical lab to create these types of drugs, these pharmacias, then you're looking at sorcery. It's almost, it really is sorcery. People don't want to look at it like that, but most of all these things that are created by pharmacia, pharmacy, was done by alchemists. Alchemists and, and, and these root cutters, there were people called root cutters back in the day. You know, they were known as shaman in some cases. Some of the village shaman were the ones that would make medicines, knew how to treat people, knew about nature, were closer to the spirits, so they were given the title of someone with a priestly duty. That's what the shaman would do for a tribe or for a clan, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, the shaman would overlook and make sure that people were well, spiritually and physically well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, that role came about from where? A long time ago, we had that type of priesthood. You know, people don't want to understand priesthood. They want, oh, oh, we're cavemen. What do we know? We were stupid. <laughs> we just threw rocks and clubbed our women over their head when we wanted one. <laughs> society wants you to think at least. You know, uh, cult society at least. They don't want you to understand the root of where pharmacy came from. People, they don't want nobody to question that. They want think people think everything was just, you know, hey, all peachy keen. It's okay to go to a guy and get some medicine from this dude that you hardly ever know, or hardly knows you. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, they've distanced the role of someone who's a caregiver to us in society, you know, because now society is this nuclear age family where people have their own little domicile, live in their own little cave, live in their own little system, and they're their little cog that makes the machinery of this cult society work. Nice little cogs, all in their place, 
making everything move along. Move along up in the sea. Uh-oh. Prescriptions, medicines are causing people to get sick. Err. <laughs> Why? Why are people getting sicker if they're on medication? Oh, because of the side effects. Well, well, well hold on a second. They're, but how are you curing them if they're getting negative side effects? Well, that's the whole thing. We had to cure one thing, you know, in order to get rid of that one thing, something else had to take its place. Yeah, isn't that hilarious? Mm-hmm. Once you get once something you get on them, it, it's like a can of Pringles. It doesn't stop, you know. They they keeps on. They keep switching it up. Yeah. And not only that, but they 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 make this excuse seem plausible that you build up your system, that you take this medicine for some time, so it can build up in your systems. It doesn't work all immediately. Not all of these medicines work that way immediately. The Xanax doesn't work immediately. You have to build up. You have to build these things up in your system in order for your system to finally appreciate them and utilize them. That's another strange thing I find too. Why do you have to build yourself up? You know, normally you eat something that's pretty instantaneous in your system. It goes through, it's absorbed, and boom, it's in you. But no, these things got to build up. So it's like you're building up a force inside of you until something breaks. <laughs> you can eat raw cocoa. That, that that creates dopamine, right? Now, I'm changing around a few things like oil. I'm not even going to use I'm going to be using coconut oil. Raw cocoa. Coconut oil, raw cocoa. Um, there's, what, the brown sugar molasses, unrefined sugar. A few other things I'm changing around to break out of the uh, mold of GMO. Some tankery that's out there. A, ci- and, a uh, city in uh, Virginia just uh, banned uh, swearing in public. What do you think about that? <laughs> Virginia. That it sounds crazy. like it sounds like the Running Man. You know oh. the Running Man, the movie. Yeah, I know, I know the Running Man. Yeah, exactly. Where they had to pay a fine every time they cursed. But that's just it. Get the whole nation. Get the whole nation hooked on like derogatory language, like uh, OMG. Or L O L, or and then you know, what the f, you know, and stuff like that, you know, and then you know, get them hooked on this derogatory talk. When really it's like, oh, you didn't grow up talking like that, and it's, this this was implanted in you, you know, because I've noticed, I've noticed, it's like science. Science can, can like prove it or something like that. It, that like when you're around an environment, you kind of adapt to that environment. And like I, I was living in, in in a city, and I was, you know, I was a rapper at the time, but I was starting okay. to talk like like a rapper, you know. And so you you were speaking the ebonics. Yeah, but I wasn't really, you know, like you know, I was <laughs> I didn't grow up talking like that. So I know there's like science behind it. It was yeah, it wasn't your character. It wasn't in your character to talk or act that way or behave that way. Oh. Uh, so you changed. At least that's a good thing. Yeah, I used to do a lot of rapping and stuff, and then I just um. 
something. I got pulled away from it. Iraq convicted you. That's a good thing. I tried to make it a good thing, but I tried to make it a good thing, but it wasn't working. It wasn't working. Mm, yeah. And, and in many cases, a lot of folks try to make And plus, I would try to think a lot, too. And I, I think, you know, because I think there's a demon for, like, lots of different things. And there might have been, like, a demon think, thinking thing going on. Like, you know, think, think, think. Think all day until the day is gone. And then maybe you'll come up with that song. And, you know, a lot of times I did that. And, you know, songs turned out all right or whatever. But, you know, I would only get halfway with it. You know, so there must have been some sort of thinking um, plot. Well, there is a mention for that. I mean, that, uh, you know what? Now that you mention it, thought is... Thinking is good, but I mean, like, to think all day long till your day is, like, gone. Do you know who who the deity of wisdom is, of knowledge and thought? No. Thought. Thought? What? Egypt. Egyptian deity called thought. Thought? Like, as in, I have a thought? Yeah. What? So they weaponized that word, too? What haven't they? That was a long time ago. And this is through the Egyptians. What haven't they weaponized? They weaponized the word thought, of course. Just like, uh, you know, do you understand? Do you stand under me? Yeah. Exactly. Or, you know, let's put this in its place. Or, you know, set. It's all set apart. Wow. You know, can you realize it? <laughs> this is real. <laughs> yeah, but this whole, uh, you know, what do you call it? Uh, you call it, what do you, what do you call it? it the, the word, the English language has been weaponized against us. Uh, yes. How, how does it affect because uh, me and Dave talked about that uh, uh, last episode about the 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 bless like bless you be uh, or when you say uh, be yeah you're saying be less you be less you but there's yeah. it, but it's not b e l e s s see how they hide it it's 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 b yeah. Oh, yeah, wait, it is. It is. B-E-L-E-S-S. Yeah, it is. Be less. Yeah. Be less you. Be less you. And exactly. They want to demean it. They want people to demean each other. You know, just like the father of lies is where it all comes from. He's a liar. He's unoriginal. And he wants to just slightly modify things, copy them, and make them bad. It make them seem good, though. But if people don't know about that, yeah, does it still it hurt them? Good. You think it still hurts them? on Because on, you think it's just folly, what what, what they're doing with the, with the words? Like, you know, what we just uh, came up with for the example, the, the be less you, which is a fact. That's what they're doing, you know, because it's, it's like what Dave always says. If you can think about it and, and, and think about, like, if, if, if something what what whatever it is that they wish they could, they could do, that's what they would want to do, you know. So if they would want to weaponize the English language, well then, does that mean that they speak their own language, you know? So that way well, they're not weaponizing their own self. Or, I mean, they don't care, you know. They, they, they eat no, organic. They don't think about it. 
They don't but care. They organic. They're, they're but taking care of their physical body for now. Them the appearance of making them seem like they're taking care of their body. Of their body. A lot but, of them uh, eat organic, right? The 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 uh, the uh, the like the Rothschilds and Rockefellers, the uh, the elites or whatever they're called. Yeah, because you know what they have to do sometimes, right? They have to eat their own defecation and, and, and urine. Oh yeah, I mean that's why David Rockefeller looks so <laughs> ugly. <laughs> I mean they. They have to sit at a table and, and do this in front of people, or sometimes it might be private. But in many cases, they have to go. How sit can at a table. how can that be proven that they uh, you know they 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 like to you know eat poo poo and drink pee pee? How can how can that be proven? How can it be proven? Well, I can't say that it can be proven aside from the fact that there is more than a few confessionals. That's outlandish that's for no, for people that don't know about that. Well, stuff. look at Eyes Wide Shut. Remember that movie with Stanley Kubrick that did with Tom Cruise? You know. Oh Eyes yeah, Wide that was Shut. wild. That gave you an idea of what goes on at their. Meetings. I heard they got in trouble for making that movie or something because it was too revealing. Whether they got in trouble or not, regardless, remains to see that fact that true. Well, this is the thing: if they got in trouble, why did they get in trouble? That doesn't get blown out of the water. That doesn't uh-huh. get put out there. But uh-huh. they went in, and they were also doing these things at a Rothschild's child's mansion. Huh. Yeah, wow. I'm sure people really don't realize that that was being done in a Rothschild's mansion. Wow. A lot of the things that were done were done. In I, I've never seen style. that movie. I, I, you know, I, I heard that that's the go-to movie to, to to find out about like, well, that's what they they do and stuff. Which to me, it was a sad story because you know it's just a blasphemous movie that does a whole bunch of craziness, shows you that they do these things, and you're like, wow, you know what? How did Tom and and, and Stanley get? How did they do this? It blew me away to see it. Not that I and this I'd seen it years ago. How did ago. they do that? Because they do it all the time. If they're in such a high role that, like that, yeah, where you know where what? It is. And that's how it also got to me. And just by watching that movie is when I came across Alex Jones and his little escapade behind Bohemia Society, which normally nobody would. And this is not normal. By that standard of security that they have at these events. There's no way in hell you can crash a party unless you were invited. Uh, I you think I have a different... There. You cannot go in there unless you're invited. There's no way you can sneak in onto the property when they've got these gates. ABC tried doing it. Tom Brokaw tried to go in there once. Yeah. He was denied. It was done on TV. They tried to go there, and they were denied. You know, yeah. it wasn't as outlandish as, you know, uh, well, that's the thing. When Alex Jones posted his thing, pardon me, excuse me, copyright. Well, he wasn't in that. there. He was yeah. he was in the bushes. When he was, was like on the outside. The... I think I have a different opinion on that. Like, like he, uh, there's skepticism. Like, I think that he wants to, like, you know, do the right thing, but. He might they be. Sacrifice he might That's be being. Con, he might be being controlled by. Let's go, Channing. Like a Regardless frequency. Of that what happened at that Bohemian Society is they were sacrificing people. They were killing them. Uh, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Why didn't he report or say anything more about that? That they were killing. They're killing somebody on stage. What are they doing? Oh. Uh, 
Well, I think he did. It made it sound like it was a mock sacrifice, and then he said it was a mock sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they they do sacrifice people. They do burn them alive. They do cut their throats. They do stab them. They do take out their heart. They do I'm planning on blood. having they do all that. Yeah, it's the highest pure form of energy uh, there is in the world. Uh, uh, the blood flowing from a beating heart. Yeah. Well, it goes in, it goes to Great Rome to the Sanguines, which hardly many people even research that. But like in New York City, you've got a group of people called Sanguines. In New York, there's a bar that serves Sanguines. Yeah. And well, of all things, what they serve in that in that bar, above all things, is blood. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Seriously, there are people that are drinking and they're into that. Vampires. It's almost like vampirism. They don't want to say it is, but it's pretty much a form of vampirism. You know, I couldn't remember the name of this vampire movie, but it's got the guy that plays in the, the Spider-Man movie as the Green Goblin. Who, who's that guy, the actor? And it was a oh, vampire movie. Yeah. It's a vampire movie, but it's 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 in the future, and everybody's hooked up to, like, um, the, is inside this building and hooked up to this... Um, machine that withdraws blood from people that are like uh captured. Oh, you're talking about the Ethan Hawke movie where he plays a cop and he's a vampire. Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Okay. And then the, and the the whole world has turned over to become vampires. And a lot some of them say we oh, I wish we never became vampires because we have to survive on human blood and stuff and there's not that much of it. It's like do you know what, what what's the name of that movie? I think it was Ethan Hawke that was in. Um, yeah, Ethan. Um, Ethan Hawke. It escapes me. I, I can't remember, but I know what you're talking about. And and that that's they were a controlled society too in that movie. It was all like New World Orderish. There were cameras everywhere, and there was anybody that anybody where they know anybody is at any time and. That painted sort of like an Orwellian, uh, right? Where the cops knew everything and everybody. and Yeah. The, 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 the whole society was kind of like monitored, and just like Orwellian, like uh, 1984. <sighs> yeah, I have no internet, so I can't even look that one up. <laughs> I'm looking. Ethan. But I know Ethan Hawke was in it. There was a couple of other actors in it, too. What movie is this you guys are talking about? You don't know? Uh, trying to remember the name of this movie that where Ethan Hawke is a vampire, vampire movie. And they're trying to find a cure to become human. And uh, and the humans are uh, <clears throat> in, in, in this building and, and they're like captive and there's a machine that withdraws blood from them every so often. And, you know, the whole populace, you have to buy. Humans are pretty much like, like uh, cattle. I think it's called Daybreakers. Is it called Daybreakers? Right. Daybreakers. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I was looking for that movie for quite some time. Because that movie is really, really messed up. I mean, the the, the whole world, they they turn into vampires and they're surviving on human blood. And and, And the police is like capturing anybody that is still human and not vampire and bringing them to, you know, this 
place, this building, to you know get them strapped up and give give the blood to the to the people that can pay for it. Is it a dystopian film? Yeah. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Yep. Daybreakers. Okay. Ethan Hawke. And the apocalypse in this form was in the form of a virus that swept the world into vampirism. Wow, yeah. Wow, it's so... Thank you for bringing that up, Eric. You know, who who played in it? Because now... Because I was thinking that it was the guy that played uh, the the character as the Green Goblin uh, no, in, it wasn't in Spider-Man. No. Now no. that I know it's Ethan Hawke, I, I, found, I found the trailer. I, I know the movie now, and... Cause, I, I've been wanting to, you know, talk about this for a while. This, this is this is a crazy movie right here. Well, it, you know, it goes right along the lines of all the Marvel and the vampire. The whole world turns into vampires. Every everything that they're making with vampires now has a lot to do with like making it on an epic scale. You know, there's one uh-huh. or two shows that I don't know if you you watch Fox. I don't watch TV again, but oh, Dave's got to see this. Dave's got to see this. Yeah. Okay. Fox has a show called The Strain. And you know what that show is about? Once. Do you that, think that the New saw, World Order actually you, has you, a plan you, to turn the world into check this out. vampires? Check out the show. Check that show out, and you'll see what their symbol is for the show. The Strain has got the toxic symbol, you know, the, the symbol that shows like radiation, right? Or you ever seen that symbol before? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The radiation well, symbol. You can mm-hmm. see you can see in it clearly our three sixes. Right, yeah. No, but right. in their version for the strain for the in show Daybreak? there's three sixes. In the daybreakers? No no no. For the show strain. I was trying to tell you. The show strain, it's a vampire show. Okay. But the, it's not your typical though, you see, and the person that's helming it is um he did blade. And have you ever seen the Blade movies? What's the difference between the vampires and Answer the... Answer the question, and, 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 <laughs> What? what? Huh? I, ask you a question. If I what? If I what? You've seen the... You didn't even hear them, the Blade movies. The Blade, yes, I have, yeah. Okay. Isn't okay, that guy? So, so yeah. you're familiar with the way the vampires look and appear, right? Yeah. You, their jaw splits open on the bottom, and then out comes this giant tube. Yeah. With a spike at the end. Whoa, yeah. Almost sort of like an amoeba or something like out of the thing. It's pretty nasty. Not your ordinary uh, Twilight vampire. I just want to say something about this real quick, because I haven't really said this on the show. But Spirit Queen and I talked about this earlier uh, when I was on there. But uh, no one can prove this across the board, but I'm totally convinced that these movies are about their predictive programming, talking about these immortals that are coming. Yeah. Is this they, for the? Um, did you hear what I said, for, Channing? Immortals. It, yeah, is this? I, I talk. I talk about the immortals. You see, you got to remember that a vampire is supposed to be immortal. Now, nobody's truly immortal, okay? But wow. Um, but that's what they're talking about, and uh, they're mocking them, and they present them as evil when they they're are. actually good guys. They, I, know that's hard, I know that's hard to process. I know, but that I, is hard that's to why process. We got to talk about it, you know, to break the ice, and then kind of go from there because. I could talk about cool. this a lot. That's you know? that's hard to 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 to, to, gr- to okay, grasp you know, onto. What you do, because listen, that's like listen. what the remember when Hollywood was per, per, perking up uh, the 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 movie Hellboy and Hellboy was the hero. Right, right. 
You know? I don't know about Hellboy, but you start with something simple. Now, what you have to do is go to the Twilight movie and, and convince yourself that it's the same old thing. They're mocking the Queen of Israel. And this is why they gave her that red tinge of hair because she's royalty. And there's all kinds of internal evidence in that film that that's what's going on. And But I used to hold to the view that the guy that she had a, a, a thing for was evil. And I, I reversed my position. They're mocking, uh, he's supposed to be the king of Israel. And it's the same old show because they're both immortals and they're coming and they're presenting them as, as evil, but they're also making it attractive in kind of a weird way. It, it, it's, it's, it, they're trying to accomplish more than one thing at a is time. Is the world going to see them as evil? Is the world? No. Uh, well, actually, they will believe no. the anti- this guy is the Antichrist. They've said it right on your show. So, yeah, they'll believe they're evil. <clears throat> I just had to get that out there. I mean, it's, it's really bizarre that they would do that, you know. So. Well, that's you're right about that. I see that evident in that show. Like I was trying to tell you, the strain. This uh-huh. show has a, a logo. Oh, way off the back, the logo is six six six. Hello. What? What? Okay. What? What? Peter Game Del Breaker? Toro. Peter Del Toro. He's a director of the show, The Strain. Oh, the, okay. Oh, The Strain. And Del Toro. Del Toro did movies like Pan's Labyrinth, the the, oh. the Blade Saga. Okay. Uh, all these horror movies. The guy is known for Mama. He did Mama. He's done a lot of horror movies, this guy. He's all up in the occult, man. You know, and a lot of these effects for the for the, the negative figures in these shows, I mean, they blow me away. And in the same token, I'm like, you know what? That's, that that looks a little too real to, to, to make it seem like it's a special effect. But they the, can make these it scary like things, like... like these scary things like zombies and vampires and werewolves and all that and these things that are in these movies and stuff are these is this what the the king james calls the the great and fearful day of the lord uh not mm, really nah, not really there's something to that though i've talked about these monsters in the bible that they're going to set loose these beasts uh but let me say something uh about what he just said yeah, well, mm-hmm. um when you go around a shopping mall, you don't know who's a hybrid and a synthetic and a doppelganger and uh, uh, a clone. You, you don't know. You're just assuming that these people are, are real human beings. But I'm just saying you don't know, and you also don't know uh, what the heck you're looking at when you're watching porno, which we're not supposed to be doing, because I believe that um, probably like 35% of these women are uh, synthetics, hybrids, uh, because uh, they're just going to do that kind of thing. You don't even need to investigate. Because people won't even look for it. And, but what I'm trying to say is that in these films, we've already talked about before how we've actually agreed that they're using black magic with these popular magicians on TV. Oh, yeah. It, it's actually black magic. These guys are Satanists. And uh, so now let's take okay. that principle. You ready, Channing? Yeah. Let's take that principle, which you agree with me, and go back to the films. You're looking at a film, and you're going, wow, man, these things are really getting uh, you know, far out. You know, the digital imagery, stuff like that. How do you know? Yeah. That could have been no. black magic. They put it right in front of you, and yep. you can't tell. Now, yep. you know they're going to do that stuff. And I'm saying this because I've yep. never heard anybody talk about it. Get <laughs> that out, too. Well, that's the whole thing. I used to get into special effects. When I was a kid, I was trying to become something of a special effects major. I was going to go into the whole prosthetics, makeup effects, all for the Hollywood glamour deal, but, um, you know, realizing that that wasn't my calling. 
I got taken away from it, and I'm thankful for that. But I did get to see the inside on how they do these particular special effects. What they do is cause a person to look like he's got an arm chopped off. What they look like the person that has eye trauma, head trauma, when they don't, you know, what, why, how are they able to do such a, an optical illusion on a person's face? Well, it's artistry. It, it calls for a lot the of imagination. You talking about the Boston Marathon psyop, Eric? Huh? You talking about the Boston Marathon bombs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. The that guy was in the wheelchair. awesome prosthetics and special effects when they had the guy that came back from Iraq with a uh, blown out leg and then he's got a leg and then he got blown out again. You know, come on, really? That, but that was, and that was sloppy. That was real sloppy, bro. Oh, they do that. They're doing it intentionally bad to the make triage angry. special effects were bad, bro. Uh, I mean, it was bad. You know, I, I can only say that if they would have been on a, a, a sci-fi show, say, let's make it look real, and uh, they would have failed. <laughs> well, the and, thing is, you see, it yeah. becomes obvious at some point that they can do a better job, and so they're not they're not doing as well as they want to, or they could, and so you start to think about why are they doing this, you know? <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. How do you how do you get somebody to believe something or see something that's not really there without having to generate an actual physical, you know, option of, of the op, so to speak. So you deaden, soften the brain material so that way it's permeable enough to accept whatever it sees at a given shock value moment. They like doing things like this. And you're right, it's all predictive programming, brother. You know, for the most part, when I was watching all the Alien Saga, I thought I was watching the Pits of Hell opening up, and those okay. were those things coming out. It's me. That's, that's what I thought. You know? Um, watching those Alien movies? Guys, have you guys seen the Aliens? Uh, hey, Channing? Hello? Yeah. Um, are you in front of a computer? Uh, yeah, yeah. If you see somebody that wants to get on the call and and they're muted, let me know so I can unmute them, okay? Oh, that's me that just rang in on, on the other phone, yeah. Okay. Seven seven one six. Yeah. Um Who are you talking to? Me, myself and I? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, if I could find a if there could if Johnny can get on and tell me a way, you know, I know he talks about the Oregon, but I would like to find a way to actually find one of these reptilians and, you know, you know, guff them up, you know, beat, beat them up. Nah, nah, not worth your time, not worth your effort. Um, those things, you, you want to let that defile. That's the only thing. No, but there will, there will, there will come a time where humanity will be at battle with, with, with these, these creatures. Don't you, you really think so? Think? I, don't I, you I think try to read revelations. I try to read revelations to see if that's the case, and I don't see that mentioned there. Except you don't for his think messengers. So? That, his that, messengers. That kind of thing is the subject of uh, yeah. movies. Um, if we had a battle with him or the aliens, it wouldn't be much of a battle. It'd be over real quick. Now, it's not. now let's take an example. <laughs> when you watch these films, you know, like Independence Day, it's so completely yeah. fake because. So it's statistically unlikely that you would have a, 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 an alien civilization and show up and they would have the approximate technology that's comparable with us so we could have a good a battle, for, make a good movie. In other words, we're either going to be lagging behind them or they're going to be advanced before us. It wouldn't be a good battle, but they're not, that's not what the movies are about, you see. No, no. It's completely absurd. That's why I have difficulty watching this stuff. 
Okay, but let's talk about the fact when the New World Order finally does actually announce itself, because it only announced itself in increments here and there. You know, They're doing I, it right now. It's ongoing, but there will be official kind of announcement. I'm saying well, yeah, the official announcement, everybody... They're, they're doing another... There's another predictive okay, so movie coming out. Isn't there so. going to be a class, a, a large portion... Uh, let's just say America, but we know it's going to be worldwide, but, okay, worldwide, um, of renegades. Renegades, those that don't want to, you know, you know, be part of the this wicked, you know, system with, you know, However, it is that they're taking it, the renegade. You know, um, there there will be, but they're mostly going to be survivalists because lack of food and water will make people rethink that real fast. Yeah, you're going to um, starve to death. You're going to die of uh, dehydration if you don't join. Death is the your option if you don't come to us. That's what the FEMA camps are going to be initially. They're going to be everything there that, you know, food, water, come. Come one, come all. They have pills That's that they were can doing actually... They, they have pills Did I ever tell you that, uh, that happened down have, here in Orlando? They have pills that you can put in your pee and actually turn your pee into drinking water. Oh, yeah. Uh, tell us about it. Uh, wow. What's going on in Orlando there? No, they came. They came through with the FEMA buses at the uh, feeding, and uh, about a hundred people jumped on these buses and off to somewhere they went and never, never ever seen again. Wow! White, yeah, they got a lot of cheese buses. Like that. They're taking uh, people off the uh, streets in, uh, in yeah. L.A. and other big cities, and uh, you know, yeah, but people? the reps that had these federal badges on, they said that you come with us, we'll give you clothes, you'll have a place to stay, your own place. And you get fed three squares a day and have a job and you'll get paid. Wow. Now this is uh, you know, a question for the non conspiratorial mind people, but how, how do you how do we know these people disappear? For one thing, a lot of these people have Obama phones. So they're these people are it's not like they're not in contact, see. So what happened to them? Hmm. They got their Obama phones, you know. Yeah. They probably really did disappear. They just turn off their technology, by the way. It's a real simple matter. Huh. But, yeah, they're abducting these people off the streets, and uh, it's disinformation uh, that they sacrifice them to Satan because they're they're not acceptable to Satan. Um, they're too messed up. And what they do, they use them for human experimentation and uh, and torture because they're psychopathic sadists. They are doing that. What Eric is talking about, yeah, it's it's been confirmed. They uh, amuse themselves by torturing them. I think most of them are used in experimentation, though. I I think that's a sad outcome, brother, for those folks that choose to go that path. That's horrible. If to to live to 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 believe a lie, because Father says to trust no man. <laughs> But Eric, nobody will believe you. That is of a conspiratorial mind. But what you 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 witnessed this. I, you know, seeing is believing. You know. No, you know, I and, don't and want I'm, you guys to think yeah. that I'm I'm real big on the satanic sacrifices. But they like to sacrifice I, the youth and people that are uh, basically less toxic <laughs> and more beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, and they don't like old people for sacrificing. It depends if there's someone important. That's totally different. <sighs> Changes everything. 
kind of, that kind of, uh, well, all I could say on a lighter note, <laughs> you know, at, at least the holidays are coming. <laughs> on a lighter note. <laughs> I, I told a story uh, one time. Uh, well, they tried to sacrifice me. They were organized Satanists. And wow. uh, I outsmarted them. And God helped me. They were not Illuminati because um, they would have known where I lived. And uh, this guy drove right up to me, and I, I had observed him earlier, but he didn't know that I was observing him. I was just being careful. I, I did something stupid. I walked to the store uh, thinking it was 24 hours, but it closed at midnight, and I saw him as I walked towards the store. But now what I do, um, I don't allow the person – I pretend to be naive. I mean, I was on this guy right away because I don't trust cars that are out there at light night in a parking lot. Like they're kind of isolated. Like, what are you doing there? You know what I mean? You have to know good. Yeah. Probably. And so um, I was a little suspicious of him because I, I had to walk all the way to the store to find out that it was closed because there were some cars there. So I didn't know until I actually got to the store. So I walked back. But as I walked back, I, I never looked towards him, you see. That sends a signal to this guy that I'm a naive person that he can prey on. And so I'm walking down the main drag, which goes all the way from Puget Sound all the way up to Mount Rainier. It's a four-lane highway in a lot of places. It's called Pacific Avenue, and I live not too far from it. And uh, he, uh, you know, I'm walking down the sidewalk, and he pulls, uh, he goes by me, and he pulls in front of me. So now he's assuming that I don't know who he is. Well, I already know. I already saw you back there, buddy. So now I really got my eye on him, and so um, I uh, I walked, I took a left, walked across the street, and he pulled up right up to me and says, "Hey, how you doing?" And I uh, I faked him out, and I acted like I had absolutely forgotten something, and I, and I said hi with a smile on my face, you know, because he's going to yeah. examine the countenance in my face, and I already know that, so I'm going to throw you off. I'm going to look. I want to project that I'm naive. And I'm I'm calm. I don't want to let you know that I'm anxious because if if he thinks I'm anxious, see I'm snuckering him. He thinks he's snuckering me, but I'm mm -hmm. uh, I'm letting him think that he can do things that he can't because well, he's 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 doing a little personality profile on me. But I'm giving him a false reading. You see, right? So right. he thinks he can fool me in areas that he actually can't because he doesn't know that I'm onto him. Right. And so I walked into this uh, AMPM because I knew I knew that I knew about this guy. Now I could see the satanic smile on his face. Wow! And um, and so I waited there, and I and uh, I waited for a while, and then I looked around. He was gone. Now he would come by every once in a while, and I ran up this hill, and I we lived at the top of the hill, and I was able to get into the house. And so I looked out the curtains, and here comes a fleet of cars going up and down all the roads. They were searching for me. They had, they were all teched up, and uh, they're trying to figure out where the heck I went to. I had an opening, and I went for it, and I sprinted. And he did not know which house I was in, because if they were Illuminati, they would have known anything about that. You know what I mean? And yeah. but, you know, here's the thing now. I haven't said this yet. This was um, about two, two and a half weeks, about two and a half weeks before Halloween. They were looking for a sacrifice. And I would have been it if I hadn't outsmarted him, and I believe I did that by God's help. Wow. You got your story, man. So, yeah, they do sacrifice people. Well, I'm not basing it on that. I mean, you don't have to base it on that story. But, it, yeah, that, there was a reason that was happening in mid-October, man. 
There's all kinds of people to see that don't have that kind of knowledge. They're totally unsuspicious, and they get preyed upon, and they're they're gone. Yep. Man. You never hear yep. from them again. They knew they didn't know anything about the enemy. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So perish. So it shows you the value of knowledge. of knowledge right there. And we've talked about before about the value of knowledge. I put it in a podcast with Frank, but sometimes, a lot it's of times, you know, we can get away for extended periods of time in your life. But there comes a day when you're going to live or die based on the kind of knowledge you have. It could be chemotherapy. It could be a vaccine. You know, your child getting autism. It could be deciding to go off and fight one of these fake wars to defend your country. You end up dead. Like the defensive back for the Arizona Cardinals. He was all, you know, rah, 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 American patriotism. And he went off and died. He was he was all pro in the NFL. And he wanted to be a patriot. Right. And he's a big hero, by the way. And uh, yeah, of I, I kind of feel sorry for the guy because he, stu- he suffered from a lack of knowledge, you see. Judge his intentions were good, so I don't want to mock the guy, you know. But, uh, no, I understand. He, he died from a lack of knowledge. I can't remember his name. He was a great defensive back. He was a white guy, too. He went to Arizona State. It was great. It struck me strange. Did you ever hear the Roddy Piper, or did you ever see the Roddy Piper interview? I don't think so. I mean, I've heard of Roddy Piper. Well, he was on the Alex Jones show telling him how he had kids in the military. Uh-huh. And he worries about them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before he died, you know, and he worries about his kids now. And uh, that's he, he didn't go as far as saying how far, but, you know, he says, I've got kids in the military. I've got them. You know, my boys. One serving here and one serving there. Well, I believe the military is a death cult. Literally. I say that with careful deliberation. They sacrifice these people. That's what war is primarily, is a blood sacrifice to a a celestial being, in my opinion. There's all kinds of reasons why we have war. You know, depopulation. It it prevents uh, civilization from advancing because you're always trying to recover from war. Well, these wars are ongoing, so that, that, that helps us from advancing. The, the, you know how the, the word soldier has the word die in it? It also has a <laughs> dyer, like a, like, a, like a red dye, uh, like re- red, sol- red-ger, soldier. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. But, uh, for Veterans Day, um, they announced, it's coming from the Veterans Administration. Yeah. You dress red. You dress in Don't red. Don't forget to wear red. red. Don't forget to wear red. Right. Say that five times. We're red. We're red. <laughs> hey, the guy I'm talking about is Pat Tillman. You heard about him? <clears throat> His brother was not a football star, but he went off. Uh, oh, yeah. They went to Afghanistan. And now the story is yeah, that they, they got, got uh, they got shut, cut down by a friendly fire. But I'm saying it's deliberate, of course. They were deliberately murdered and just I'm not make sure exactly what happened, but they were starting to figure things out, just to make and they were starting to talk. And just because make... they were influential, they were potentially influential because people would listen to them. You see right. that? Right. They murdered him. Right. Right. Yeah. With some kind of black ops. Other documentary. Soldiers. Yep. They shoot their own people, man. Yeah, That's your military for you. 
they have ghosts. You know that, right? Well, they call you know, it they, friendly fire. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the general opinion out there right. among people who know, but they're not really conspiratorial. They, yeah, he was, they think it was accidental. I mean, no, it wasn't accidental. Knew exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Um, just like, just like uh, T- Dick Cheney accidentally shot his uh, friend uh, while he was hunting, right? <laughs> I don't believe any stories about uh-huh. hunting these guys. <laughs> Those guys are all psychic pa- psychopaths, and they all practice a sport, which they've made movies out. They they made an old movie back in the 1930s. I've watched it. I forget the name of it. But they hunt human beings. It's sport for them. They have these islands that the Illuminati own, and they release them like a naked woman, and they've got these long rifles, and they go after them. They hunt them down, just like hunting down an elephant. These guys are psychos, man. And then they make a movie about it. Wow. You know? Yeah, of course. Why not capitalize on some method that they they, use they put it right in front of your face because you can't process that people are that evil. Van Damme did that. Movie. He did a movie like that. That was a Van Damme movie like that where he perpetrated they perpetrated him as the uh, the prey and the wrong type of prey. You get the wrong type of prey in a situation like that, they'll survive. Mm-hmm. People that do survive and uh, but they keep low key, and that's I think is on. A major point that I see in those that survive these traumatic events and have the truth to share, and they want to keep quiet about it because they value their lives well enough to keep down the line. You know, and uh, but that's a, so it's a sobering. Thank you for sobering us up with these facts, brother. It's, uh, it's true. <laughs> I, I believe that. You know, Dave's always good. People don't. They, they want to stay. They want to stay asleep. They want to stay asleep. They're complacent. I've spoken to more than a few people now that whose opinion is to be complacent. To live a peaceable life, oh, you know, and to not be awake to certain facts, they'd rather stay asleep. And there's no amount of, you know, there's nothing you can say to someone like that except to be loving and tell them, well, you know what? As long as you keep bothering the forefront, what you do, man. So. Okay, guys, the name of that film, and they made remakes of it. It's called The Most Dangerous Game. It's 1932, and it's a classic film. I've seen it, and I recommend it. They're showing you the truth. That's the Illuminati sport. Look at, look at, I was going to tell people, you see, They Live was done by John Carpenter. John Carpenter is a well-known Hollywood horror fan. He's a horror director. Now, a lot of these guys that are famous writers that are into horror that make money, I think they're very well agents, too, that are allowed to perpetrate a fraud on, on the big screen. They like doing that. You know, look at Stephen King. Look at all the stuff that he's had. Look at co partnerships he's had with Spielberg. I mean, come on. You know, yeah. these guys, they're, they're doing this predictive programming, and you sit in front of a TV, and this is what I tell people monitor or observe people that sit in front of a TV. Look at their, just watch them, if you can. I don't do it anymore. I don't sit in front of a tube like that. It's, uh, I'd rather read a book <laughs> and, and, and see these images and then subject myself to a good portion of these images because, number one, we're not supposed to defile our temples. Our, we're not supposed to defile our lamps. That is the thing, key. You don't want to see too much of this horror and evil that's out there. You know, The wickedness is deep, and it goes into a threshold where people don't really want to go, and it causes anxiety. 
And I've seen that happen with a lot of people in films. They get anxiety, and it's not cool, and they don't like feeling that way. So because they don't like feeling that way, they want to hide from it, or if not, run away from it. Run. Fight or flight. We all know these are particular programming scales that happen out there, and the reaction that the human mind can go towards in that end. And that's the whole thing. We want to fight that particular kind of uh, programming. Sitting in front of the tube, it's hard to, to, to resist something like that unless you're going to look like a loon and wear the aluminum foil cap, <laughs> you know, and it goes without saying or without reasoning that it's true that there are certain metals that can block frequencies and, and signals. It's true. Um, whether you're covering your pineal gland area from that by utilizing an aluminum foil shielding, I, I've, seen, I've seen a couple of uh, people tell me that they've actually had some pretty good reactions towards that uh, there was a gentleman that was on Facebook who was being psyoped, and their psyop on him was to cause an, uh, a painful sound. They would, they would shoot audio to him, sound clip, and he would go into a writhing pain, and he'd have a migraine. And this man would be subjected to this particular kind of experimentation for about a good six, seven years. I haven't seen hide nor hair after he was uh, listening to some of that orgone um, testimony from somebody. I, can, I, can, I cannot remember who, but after I heard him talk to somebody about orgone and aluminum shielding and doing things of this nature, he's dropped off the scene entirely. Now, I'm not saying that these things work <laughs> because looking like a loon is one thing and then talking about these loon, loon tickle type of what quote-unquote cult uh, society calls it, fringe uh, reality type of uh, conspiracies, you know, and then looking like it. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to be a far cry that somebody might call, you know, and uh, have you strapped up and put away. Because, <laughs> you know, think about it, though. I've, I've thought it, about it well enough that there are vans and kinds of cars that show up and all of a sudden there'll be different feels to the atmosphere. And I've heard things, seen things, that would say that they're doing these types of experimentation on people out here. Just on the general populace. Nobody that's in the inner city is seeing it as much either. Mm. And there's too much there's too much interference in the city for their... Well, you know, uh, real quick, of, Orlando is supposed to be one of the major uh, mind control centers in America. Oh, man. You know that? Let me tell you. Downtown, it's nothing but littered with a bunch of pride. Pride. Obey. Have sex. Fun. Mm-hmm. Uh it's they live going downtown. I feel like I don't need to look at too hard a banner to understand what their point is. <laughs> Just a little a fracture factoid for everybody. Most people don't know this, but supposedly uh, Orlando is supposed to be the largest city in America, like as far as like acreage. Okay. It's, it's, it's broad size. <laughs> there is a lake downtown called Lake Eola, and. Throughout that entire lake park front, it's littered with nothing but cameras and audio equipment, surveillance equipment. How much of it works, I don't know. I believe that most of it does work, maybe about 80% of it. And there are a few cameras that don't because I've never seen them operable. But looking at what the layout looks like downtown, if you go by every corner, there's a camera. Put it this way. They can see anything and anyone that's down there. And whoever they have stationed by these cameras is will, in a matter of time, recognize the same faces, the same people, the same crowd, just by looking at that much footage and feed 24-7, constant. 
you know. So they're going to. Well, you know, they're going to use facial rec- recognition in this kind of stuff. Well, the it already has. Going to know who you are. Here he comes again. Yeah, well, that's what's happening. And the thing was that uh, it was funny that somebody had said that he had owed a book to the library, and it was a pretty questionable book. Now, I don't mean questionable in the sense that it was bad for the. For, it wasn't. It wasn't anything to do with pornography or anything like that. Or it was just information that they get keyed to by the word. Now, To Kill a Mockingbird is one awesome title. I've read that before. And uh, there was another title that was associated to it. And because he pulled that book out, it was funny. He he was told that they saw him have the book on his person. Now, he had the book, and he intentionally put it away and went to the library and went upstairs just to see how far that their that their surveillance goes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He wanted to see how far it went. And they saw it as far as him having the book down the block before he came up in there. And they said, well, can you give us your book now? <laughs> they didn't have to see it on his person as much as just ask him the question. And he had already understood that they had seen it since outside of the actual place, down the block towards the park, you know, that's how far surveillance is gone. These people share that information. You know, the surveillance downtown alone, you can't do anything without them not knowing you're doing it, put it that way. Because they've got enough cameras to see every angle, every alleyway, (laughs) even in the alleyway. I was like, oh, wow. I felt like I was, uh, you know, yeah, they live or Matrix or camera everywhere big brother 1984 so so, so i actually did not, not know this, this. now i knew it was like that in london where they have cameras everywhere oh brother every corner there's a camera on every corner every street section between downtown's five or six major blocks there's cameras on just about every corner by the library by the entire and this is the whole thing they have a huge quarter that's filled with nothing but bars and they fill up with sports fans. The fanatics that go downtown to watch these games are very prideful. They wear the purple color. Oh, we're all about Orlando Lions. Roar. You know, they're all about it. Bro. It's, yeah. And the animal symbology, it's, it's insane. And most of the car, you, if you go downtown and you look at some of the artwork, you're, it's reminiscent of being in some kind of like pagan Roman place. Because they've got these... Uh, by by one side of the lake, we actually have a giant woman that's under the grass, the knoll. And it's a giant woman. She's enormous, like, <laughs> like huge. And uh, she's the muse. That's her name, the muse. Uh, it's probably the same old thing we talk about on the show over and over again, because they're doing it everywhere. They put her out there everywhere. The muse is everywhere, and you'll see carvings of women like frolicking and dancing. Then there's this really weird, very like demonic type looking type of statue that's right by Publix. It's just two giant long legs of a woman going up to her, her chest, her breasts and a head, no arms. <laughs> Let me tell you something about this kind of esoteric. So have you ever seen this pet go to video? Oh, yeah. Go to? Oh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, we were talking about definitely. that earlier tonight, too. So, anyway, you know, you've got that uh, map there in the classroom, and they've got these different places marked on the western half of the United States. 
um, that have to do with these major psyops and uh, false flags. Uh-huh. There's maybe like six or seven of them, you know. Uh, but if you look at Florida, there's a little black dot there that nobody talks about. I've Googled this thing, and I've never seen anybody talk about it, except for me. <laughs> now, when they, uh, you know, the whole uh, Petco to, uh, well, Petco thing has to do with this classroom in, in Florida that, um, you know, there was a classroom going on the day that 9-11 and Bush was there, and he had this book. Yeah, Bush was there, down, and, and, and yes. And yeah. all that. You know, yeah. it's a satanic, and... Uh, I he's reading a lot the book more about that. Too. Yeah, book yeah, I just said that. You're not a very good listener. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, that's the basis for the whole pet go to uh, scenario there. And see that I didn't know this until early this year. I didn't know that that was a Florida classroom. I, I investigated, but guess what? That was a city on the coast, um, the west coast of Florida. That's not what the black dot is. You would think that that would be where the you know the classroom would be. It's not. You know what it is? Orlando. Go ahead. You can go ahead yeah. and look at it yourself, man, and compare it with a Google map. And you're just going, whoa, what's going on with that? Hmm. So I talked about that in more detail in another show. Why they have that black dot there at Orlando? Uh huh. Because it's predictor programming. Something's going to happen there. And I actually believe it already happened behind the scenes. That's why there's no discussion about it. It's very, very esoteric. So, anyway. Wow. It's a satanic state, brother. Number one, what I didn't know when I before I moved here with my ex was that this is the most sexually diverse state in all the states. Hmm. Um, it's known as a, a drugging and sexing, a, a drug and sex state, basically. And because it's a major port, of commerce, Miami. Um, that's where right. everything comes to. And most major drugs come through the port of Miami. Now, what did Will so, Smith say? Will, Will Smith said, I'm going to Miami. Remember that song? <laughs> to Miami. Miami, yeah. And I'll tell you, I never liked my. I didn't like Miami. I did not like Miami at all. I didn't, didn't like it. it it's uh, nothing like New York. People want to say it's like New York. It's nothing like New York, no. It's a, it's got a, a more darker southern darkness to it. Um, you got the you see you got the keys south of Miami, and they're a good two hours away, but to get to the main main key, the first key, and then beyond that, you're going to see part of Florida in the country that is very tropical, and it's amazing to see the keys as what they're known as the Concord Public. I had a pretty, pretty nice, uh, you know, understanding of what the keys were historically. You know, it tends to be a pretty bloody part of this country because when the Indians were met, they weren't met nicely here. Um, a lot of them were chained up, you know, they were considered heathens and they were to conform. If they didn't conform to their way of becoming Christians, so to speak, uh, they'd be put to death, you know, by fire, be cleansed. And you know who's behind all that? Do. If you don't become yeah. a good Christian, yeah. we're going to kill you because we're actually Satan yeah. oh, yeah. posing as Christians. Ha, 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 yeah. the joke's on you. And when it's yeah, all through exactly. and done, we'll blame it on the Christians historically, and that'll work well for us, too. It's a great satanic <laughs> plan. <laughs> ah, that's our hoodwink. Yeah, exactly. Let's tell people, check out the show, check out this movie called Hatui. And Hatui is, basically, he was one of those tribal members that didn't want to be what they said they were. 
and uh, he saw through them, and he revolted against them. But of course, what are you going to do against the Spaniards who have their horses and their muzzles and you know their swords? You know, they're just talking about what are you going to do against that? You know, that force. We got twenty or thirty soldiers that are on horseback. You can't do much against that because you're on the ground. They're on a horse. They've got spears and swords. What do you got? You've got arrows and and you've got this and that. You got bows. You got a few a few couple wooden types of uh, weapons. You know, going up against armored guys. Come on, you know they could not put up a fight against them, so they were destroyed. They were decimated. You know that's what the the RCC did. It was behind them. That's who ultimately was behind them. Can't say it was really the Queen that did that because you know anytime there's a world out going on, gotta have the RCC there. Vatican's got to be there. They're always there. <laughs> uh, they're behind the genocide historically, right down the line. Of course, all the all the major ones are behind it. You know, and then you, you see they America. can create these great historical crimes that are self-evident, and they can po- they can point back to it 300 years ago and say, "You see what the, the Christian Church did." You see, and blame it on the Christians. You see. The Jesuits have been behind just about every major, I think, every event that's gone chaotic in this world that we can know of in typical modern fashion of history. They've been responsible for just about everything. And in a lot, you'll have a lot of documented things about the Jesuits, too. Not well known, but there are people who spoke up against them and spoke up against this new world order, too. But they've been hushed, pushed to the side. Nobody wants to hear about that. You know, they don't want the world to hear about it. They'll stop them from hearing it, you know, in, in a subtle way where you're not going to know about it because it's not talked about too much. You, hey, I appreciate that you brought up the other thing the other time too. Uh, man, <laughs> you keep on bringing up some pretty decent uh, facts there, brother, and uh, I keep I don't have the opportunity right now to write all this stuff down. Darn it, so. But... Uh, uh, all I can say is that the Jesuits, they're responsible for a majority of what we can see as being major, major points of who won certain tributaries in, in history. Um, we can see that definitely with the Romans. I mean, Jesuits have been in power for a long time. Um, and it goes into further, like some of it, some of what has drawn up from the Jesuit order, higher higher things are some, somewhat considered like the Templars were a separate sect of the Jesuits. And everything that comes underneath this one eye, eye of Horus, or if not the all-seeing eye, is ultimately the illuminated society. That's the top hierarchy of where all this comes from. Each one is like a glove, a sword, a dagger. You know, each one of these things is symbolic and esoteric in nature to what they're about. But each one of these segments, they try to make their own version of a body that does things in this world, too, against the body of the Mashiach. That's ultimately their goal. They've always been trying to intercept the line or the line of Adam, get through that line. They want to intercept it, break it out, stop it from happening. Can't do that, though. Hashatan doesn't got no power like that. Only for a short time is he in power of the world. Now, these people believe that while he's in power, they're going to have it good. They'll have everything. They'll have it all. 
they believe while they're here. And then when they're gone, it doesn't matter. They don't care. So their fealty is to something that's false in nature to begin with. They don't want to hear it that way because they see that mostly all of that they get is controlled by them and those guys. So why not have a good for once? <laughs> like that guy said on They Live. Come on, gentlemen. You know, hey, I thought you guys would like to have it good for once. Come on. I'm Googling <laughs> up blue fire salt. I've never heard of blue fire salt. Have you heard blue of fire blue fire yes. salt, Frank? Yeah, I, I have. I have. Yeah, it, 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 it's, a, it's a way to make a, make a fire. Is it salt that looks different? Can you consume it? Oh, no, 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 no. You can't consume <laughs> it. No, it's it's for starting, it's for making a fire. Okay. I'm seeing pictures of it, and it's got a blue flame. Yeah, it's... it's okay, it's, it's, Frank says yeah. he's just reading about it there. Yeah. I never heard uh, of it. No, that's not... Let me say something real quick to Frank. So, um, you know, we did this show which uh, gets a lot of uh, downloads on iTunes. It's called The Secrets of Salt. And Frank was doing most of the talking, and I was revealing that Dave actually knows some, some things about salt, too. And, and I kept saying on that show, um, I got to I gotta talk about this thing that I discovered. And I actually never got around to talking about it. <laughs> but basically, okay. you have this tradition uh, which Christ, the Christian brain cannot process because they associate it with witchery and the occult, of um, creating a quote-unquote zone of protection or whatever you want to call it around a perimeter by sprinkling salt. And there's a reason why. is because they, they don't understand that it would be difficult to come up with a substance that doesn't is not impregnated with a higher uh, degree of the ethers you know, concentrated than salt. I, I really, I can't think of anything uh, that's in nature off the top of my head. Um, that's the basis for that. And it's similar to what Johnny's talking about with organite, because it's all just this life force. It it doesn't repel demons, but um, it's it's energy that they don't particularly like. But um, witches do this kind of thing somewhat interestingly under the right uh, circumstances, but Christians do not. As a general rule, I mean, there's a very small number of them do. Anyway, what I discovered, and it's basic common sense, that what you want to do is you want to take this salt and internalize it. You're the vessel. You don't need to put it around a perimeter. Take it internally. <laughs> um, there's a number of things you can do to extend your auric field, which is electromagnetic field, which is photographical. It's not theoretical. And it's been proven, and if you... Um, if you take some like colloidal minerals and you photograph your hand before and after, you'll see that it's amplified um, your auric field because you can photograph it, and the spectrum of light is more vibrant and has more colors. And so, yeah, so actually when you protect yourself, all you're really doing is strengthening and amplifying your electrical field. And that's what the salt does, and the salt that I take is actually amplified with uh, natural radiation from a stone that's mildly radioactive you know it's 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 pretty weak uh, but that, that's a good mm -hmm. thing this is a big craze back in the 30s um where they would drink um uh irradiated water and then they had all these scares 
about you know the nuclear industry and people stopped doing it because they you know the fear mongering just like when people started uh, building uh, these pyramids and doing these pyramid projects in the 70s they had this big craze they got in there and neutralized all that by making these people look kooky and people conformed because it went away you know they go, well you know i don't want to be weird you know i mean that's my theory anyway mm. and so I mean, they, they know what they're doing man and uh, so anyway um yeah, I mean, you don't need to put a, a perimeter around. I mean, it will, because people will put it around their house and stuff like that. And, I mean, that's okay, but, I mean, who are you trying to protect? You're trying to protect yourself. Now, that would be a good thing for children, I suppose. But, I mean, just take it, digest it on your own. You, you don't have to do either or. Do both. But that's the principle is salt, if especially if it's really good salt. It has a very high concentration in relation to other natural objects of the ethers, and it, that's where you get that protective quality because it's, it's a right spin energy that left spin entities, they, they just don't like it. And uh, they're not quite as powerful, but it's not necessarily going to repel them like some people say. It's not, it's not going to destroy them. But it does uh, – it changes your environment. That's one thing it does. Yeah, so it infuses your environment, your immediate environment with, um, with positive energy because there's there's good energy there's bad energy you know and uh anyway it actually infuses it with light uh, I, i've talked about on a channing show um that everything is is emitting light it's actually been proven and there's a cover-up about all this uh, and you can actually photograph the light but some of the light is like really murky like even plastic emits light even though it's not natural it has kind of a gray murky light emanating from it. So, yeah, that's what I wanted to say that I never got around to saying. Awesome, brother. Wow. Yeah, your body is the... is. You want to focus on your body, not something outside your body. We've got uh, adult males that are so propagandized uh, by uh, dumb culture. They spend the, the weekend laboring over their car, but do nothing their entire life at any significant level to help themselves. Uh, you know, health-wise. They can't even eat. You know, you've got your entire life to digest an organic apple. Can you can you do that? No, I can't. But I'm going to labor over my car and then go, doctor, go to the doctor, dum-dum, and when I have a problem, he's going to put me straight in the coffin, and there goes my little hobby, weekend hobby. I'm dead now. But that that's, like, acceptable in our culture. Well, he was a good guy. I really liked him, you know. <clears throat> If you conform, uh, people will approve of you. Someone like me, well, they think I'm a little bit weird. It's <laughs> 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 consuming salt to keep the witches away. <laughs> I do have a local witch that's monitoring me. I put a little short podcast in room two about that. Right. I saw her face to face. So anyway, people have no shame. <laughs> they don't. I don't think they do. Yeah. So um, I, I was writing down some talking points. You talked about uh, banning bad language. I mean, here we live in a satanic culture, and they're concerned about banning bad <laughs> language. It's kind of like, um, you know, all these restrictions on cigarette smoking. We know perfectly well that cigarettes come from Illuminati, which is interesting psyop because tobacco is one of the most beneficial substances out there. Uh-oh. But they demonize that, just like uh, marijuana. 
And then they give you the bad product. And uh, and they, obviously they're promoting it. Look at these movies from the 20s, 30s, and 40s. These people were chain-smoking, man. <laughs> they go, don't you want to be just like them? But the reason that they're doing things like that is say, you said a bad word. Um, but you're not a naughty cigarette smoker. Are. There's a bigger priority of just taking control. It's the nanny system. They want to tell you what to do all day long. And it's getting completely outrageous and out of control. And I just came across an article where they're telling you the system is, is advising parents to don't say nasty things or neg- make negative, negative remarks about the food on the table, which is kind of interesting because as a general rule, everything that they're eating is highly toxic. <laughs> it's like, it's you know, unbelievable. It's a crazy society, man. You know, will you please conform, like, right across the line and <laughs> without any critical thinking? And people just line up, man. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so I saved that article here somewhere. I could find it <clears throat> without too much effort. I put it in uh, my bookmarks, I think. Yeah, here we go. <clears throat> it's coming up here. It's loading. Yeah, this is from the USDA, and you know, you know, they're totally satanic. Just like the, you know, the, the World Health Organization, we're here for your health. No, you're yeah. satanists, and you want to kill me. <laughs> but you can start with the black people first in Africa because you hate them even more because you're racist Get away and you're elitist. And that's what they do, man. They go over in Africa and they start testing on them, the poor people. They're actually smarter than the Americans. They don't believe what they're told. I just, well, we talked about this on the same podcast. These mothers over there, they're not stupid. <laughs> it's American women. You know, they're, they're rejecting these baby formulas because they're highly toxic. They can see by, you know, this is not hard. You learn by observance. Hello? Americans are too distracted not paying attention. If you simply watch, you know, we live in a cosmopolitan reality, watch what happens when you feed your child these poisons. Bad things happen. Look at their face. And look at how they cry more. Are you paying attention or are you just watching television all the time? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we're, you know, these great missionary efforts where we're sending, you know, white flour, drugs, vaccines, um, you know, table salt and sugar and uh, everything that's bad for you. Uh, baby formulas, and isn't it just wonderful, you know? And those are actually satanic organizations, by the way. Wow. It's all, everything in this society is a scam, I hate to tell you that. It's a deception. It's a system of control. And they love to have these Christians send off money to to them. And they'll use it to destroy other people. It's kind of it's a sacred act. It says the U.S. Department of Agriculture is advising parents not to say anything bad about any food at the dinner table. Now, you know what's going to happen? They're going to have actually, (laughs) they're going to have a camera over your dinner table and people will go along with it. It's there to protect you because it will detect if there's any bad food. (laughs) (laughs) Brother is watching your dinner table. (laughs) He's not watching you. Don't worry about that. He wants to eat good food. <laughs> <laughs> Part of its effort to ensure 
that kids keep an open mind about the food they eat, even things their parents may not like. <laughs> you know, I've been talking about yeah. the devolution of uh, human intelligence, and it's accelerating so rapidly uh, <laughs> that the propaganda is getting out there is so outrageous that it's becoming hilarious. And, and I've been saying for years that you can make a stand-up comedy act by actually speaking the truth, just total straight truth, no jokes, and people will laugh their heads off because it's such a absurdly alternative reality, you know, the, the real world. And sure enough, last night I actually came across a couple of guys on YouTube that are doing this exact thing. And you hear the audience, and they're just busting up laughing. I said you could make a career about this. I predicted this about 15 years ago. And there people are now doing there it. Comedian. You just get up there and you say, did you know that the government is spraying you from the sky like an insect? Now, what's going to happen to the audience when they hear that? Now, they actually pay money. When you pay money, it kind of self-induces you want to laugh. You're coming there to laugh. You paid money to laugh. You're going to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> whatever he says. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and if you just speak the truth, like right yeah. down the line, did you, did you know the government's trying to kill you with vaccines? <laughs> oh, this guy's a left wow. right, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah, they're putting all kinds of toxic substances in there. Haven't you investigated lately? <laughs> oh, man, I can't believe this guy. I never heard this stuff before. Where's the kidness? Oh. <sighs> <laughs> you're not allowed to say stuff like that at the dinner table. Wow. So now, now you have to be politically correct at your dinner table to be, or to be. <laughs> see, they're training you to be a good parent. They're training you. Wow. The ten tips linked to in the tweet. It's a tweet includes one that says parents have to work to quote unquote keep things positive when it comes to talking about food. This is interesting because everything on your table is what I call anti-food. But don't say anything negative about it. Oh, no. It says, talk about the color, the feel, or flavor of foods so they sound appealing to your preschooler. The tip advised, discourage others from making negative comments about foods during meals. This sounds like something out of the Watchtower Bible, a track magazine. Have you ever seen that propaganda? I don't know. I, I, was kind of, I was kind of getting like that whole, you know. <laughs> 1940s, 1950s predict like like true propaganda like. Oh from back yeah. In the 40s and 50s. I mean, the 40s and 50s, you know, it's a. You're talking about uh, George Orwell? Orwell? Yeah. yeah. 1984. Orwellian type of game. Yeah. You also got uh, Brave New World by Alex Huxley. Huxley actually said it better. Oh yeah. I think Huxley. Everything that Huxley said came out to be as it <laughs> was when he said it instead of uh, Orwell's. I mean, it's crazier. Remember, he talked about everyone's on Soma. Yep. Wow. And now that's actually pretty much true because um, I have exposed that um, if you're eating uh, processed food, which basically pretty much everybody is, all processed yep. food ha is, has drugs in it. Now, most people don't know this, so you're hearing this for the first time, but they're called excitotoxins. And that's what synthesized MSG is because MSG is actually like a natural thing, but they, they twisted it and perverted it through, you know, uh, chemical witchcraft. And MSG is in such large amounts that, at least initially, they had to list it as an ingredient 
But now they're disguising it with all these. Like, it's a natural flavor there, Dave. Don't you know? <laughs> we changed it again. But the the other excitotoxins are in small enough amounts they don't have to list them. There's a classic book out there cost about thirty dollars called Excitotoxins: The Taste That Kills, and it actually was written by a chemist in these. Um, what they call these, you know, the food giants, these big companies like, you know, Nabisco or something like that. Netflix. And um, wow. and they have these chemists, and supposedly they're there to 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 make the food more flavorful, but they're using they're they're using chemicals. But these chemicals are actually drugs, and they're actually drugs in the same classification as Prozac or Valium. They're mind-altering drugs. Now they don't have to list them on the product because they're in small amounts, but the problem is that they're in all processed food, and that's what mostly people are eating now, you know? And so, I mean, this is for real. I mean, the guy that wrote the book was a former chemist. I mean, if you're not going to believe him, <laughs> you're not going to believe anybody. <laughs> so, this is, people are, they're, everybody's on drugs. It, it's in small amounts, but, I mean, you're eating this stuff all the time now, and the water that people are drinking, the government has actually warned the people. They'll, like, warn you one time and then not say anything for 20 years. Yeah. They, we oh, told yeah. you. Uh, they warned the people. They said, "Don't dump, dump your f- old pharmaceutical drugs down the toilet because um, the water has has um, given increasingly large trace of these of these drugs." Now, what do they do to take out these chemicals at your local water plant? You know what they do? <laughs> they add the uh, fluoride and chlorine. <laughs> That's all they do. They don't take yeah. out chemicals. They do nothing. You know what I mean? And uh, so there's drugs in your water. And not only that, um, they're spraying people with drugs from chemtrails. And I don't remember the guy's name right now. Are you guys still there? Yeah, I'm here. Or I scare everybody. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm right. just listening, bro. <laughs> um, Shannon, you probably know this. Remember the guy that was involved with the first Iraq war? And uh, he was um, he was involved really big with the aspartame industry. Remember that guy's name? Huh? Aspartame? Yeah, aspartame. Donald Rumfield. There you go. Rumfield actually got up there with microphones in front of him, and he actually said with a serious look on his face, of course, he's an actor, too. He's a skilled actor. You know, the best actors go into uh, Hollywood, or excuse it's not politics. (laughs) The the class B actors go into Hollywood. Anyway, some people think the opposite. (laughs) Did you say they're spraying people with drugs? Well, he actually got up there with a serious look on his face and said that um, some some kind of certain event where there's a threat against the American people that um, – I forget the way that he phrased it, but he talked about the populace being sprayed with drugs that would um, calm them so they wouldn't be hysterical. So he's actually talking in a serious manner about spraying people with drugs from the sky. I mean mass spraying. You don't get a choice. You're going to get sprayed. But now here's the thing: is that it's already wow, been exposed that they're that they're already exposed good. that they're spraying people with uh, chemicals, drugs, um, in the chemtrails. Marcus Allen was talking about this, I think, about three years ago. If you're familiar with, I got to get that audio clip. Yeah. So the drugs are in the air, they're in the water, they're in the food. Uh, it's everywhere, man. You're breathing this stuff. You can't. They, people go. Dave, what is that strange device around your neck? <laughs> That's an air purifier. <laughs> it's called being outside in this toxic uh, time bomb that we live in. It's unbelievable, man. 
But actually, the good news is, you guys want some good news to make you feel better? Yes, please. Uh, I'm not sure if this is going to make you feel better, but the, the toxic air outside is, is a lot better than your home. Your home is sealed. You've got all these chemicals that are outgassing. That's why when you walk I... down the uh, when you walk down the aisle in in a store, uh, you can smell the chemicals on the chemical. Aisle. Yeah, everything in your home is outgassing. And if you're concerned about cancer, the first thing you want to do is get all those chemicals out of your home. That means you're going to oh. be serious about healing yourself because that's what it's caused by is environmental toxins. And the reason we know that is because there was no considerable evidence for uh, cancer before um, the year 1900. And well, I, I, I'm it's caused by environmental toxins. And the good news is get the poison out of your body, detoxify, and your body will restore itself. It has remarkable regenerative abilities. I'm more concerned about the chemtrails than I am the indoor. You know? I'm more concerned about the invisible chemtrails, just like I am concerned about the invisible UFOs. I <laughs> 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 don't know what's going on there, man. But they don't have to be seen. And neither do the chemplanes. They don't have to be seen. They want to be seen. That's old technology. Why are they using this old technology up there to mock us and say, here's what we're doing to you? <laughs> you can do nothing. We rule you from above. <laughs> I mean, that's how, and that's how Eric I mean, how obvious can it be, Eric? They're coming right out and telling you we're spraying you right now. What are you going to do about it? They don't, necessarily, they don't tell you on television, but they're still knowing you. You know, I... Will that their will will that their devices get destroyed? Will that it all breaks? Will that they have all these problems, technical problems that they can't they can take another flight? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's all I say. Hey, you know, who's to say that their devices can't get destroyed through prayer? Why not? No device hey, uh, that's created Frank, Shohanos. Did you know I put up a little short little uh, audio clip about Lord our Lord and Savior? Stephen Christ in room two. Oh, wow. He's claiming to be um, the supreme deity. So I thought that would be a good little audio clip. It's only two or three minutes. Yeah, look look back uh, in the older audio. Uh, it might yeah, be like Mr. Two or Stephen, three I've, I've, <laughs> I've spoken to Stephen about three years ago. I've, I've known about him for quite some time, actually. Yeah, he's a comedy act in action, but I believe that he's yeah, programmed. He I think he has partial awareness. I, my theory is that they programmed him in prison because he went to prison. You see. Yeah. And they've got people that come out of prison, they think they're one of the two witnesses or the Jesus or uh, this or that. Yeah. And we've actually had personal experience with a guy who thought he was one of the two witnesses. He thought he was the reincarnation of, of Abel, and he thought that he was Christ. What? Yeah, this this actually happened um, last January and February. Wow. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he came out of prison with this peculiar belief system. That's, they do the same thing in the military. They they do things to you against your will. You're basically a lab rat, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you sign your life over to them. You don't have any rights. <laughs> they can yeah. do what they want with you. Yep. The, the main reason that people, unless they have a delusional belief that they're defending their national borders, uh, people go in, you know, that's called patriotism. Uh, people go into the military because um, they want to make some money. 
Yeah, but the money is, is lousy. The money is lousy. It's pennies uh, it's on rely- the dollar. It's reliable, though. It's pennies it's on the lousy, dollar. But when when you've got friends and you've known people that you've grown up with or worked with, and you gain a lot of camaraderie when you go on on certain movements, and then when you come back to the stateside, you know, it, you got a family, and you you got to support your family, and you go up in rank, and you can go up in rank, and if you're good, you will get promoted. But even then, it depends on who's who's doing it, because whoever's in power is the one who decides whether or not you're going to get a, a failed pass. And they tell you it's not that way. It's the way that it goes across the board for everybody testing. Because you don't just go up and rank. You got to take a test for that. Not easy going up and rank in the military. People think it is. Oh, he's he's been in there for quite some time. He's going up and rank. Man, there have been people that were in there for, and I've seen it, and it's sad. But I've I've seen like E fours or E threes that were there for. 10, 12 years that were E3s, still making really crappy pay. But they've got barracks. They get three squares a day. All I got to do is be back on base. They like it. The military life and, and the way that they push you through the, the first portion of boot camp is an indoctrination of one's almost like the great, great Really taking hold of your soul. Do they um, spit in your? Do they spit in your face? In boot camp, they'll go right in your face, and they will they will spit by screaming in in your face. Yeah, that's sick. That's a cultic system where they're breaking you down. Yeah. That's what they do in a cult. That's why I call it a death cult. Yes, yeah, it's psychological. It's a hundred percent psychological. Is less as as much as you want to see the physical side of it. It's actually more of a, a psychological op than it is physical. It's all about psychological. It's all about letting go of control and having them be in control of you. You listening to me, boy? Sir, yes, sir. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're their property. You ain't your life anymore, son. You just a twinkle in your daddy's nutsack. That's all you are. So yeah, they don't care. <laughs> they don't care. They, they will make you, they will belittle you so you are so humble, you're only taking orders. Hmm. And no I mean, independent thinking, in that, no independent thinking in that cult. <laughs> no, no, you got to do what they tell you. And, you. and then once you get out of boot camp, then you're no longer a plebe. They don't consider you a something that just crawled out of the ocean, so to speak. That's that's when you get it after you get out of boot camp. And even then, you're still not given any compassion because you still have yet to make a major training choice and decision of what you're going to go for, which is your primary. And that primary training is whatever you're going to get into. So you got to go through that. So, you know, you know that's, that's all of this. That's, that's, do you know how many men are being raped uh, because uh, since Obama started letting the gays in? Uh, and they're not even telling their wives about it when they go home. Several. Wow. Several, several. That's disgusting. Several men are being That's... raped by by by, by gays, and because they're getting wow. right up on you in the shower, it is they don't care. 
they, they, they feel like they've got their calling, you know? And, and they're protected. They protect them. They're protected, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're protected by Satanists, though. That's the truth. Not not liberals. That That's the disinfo. It's all the liberals' fault. Now, how many of these men are actually going home and telling their wives that a man raped them? Uh, I doubt a lot of them. You know? That's, yeah, because that's, of the shame factor. Right. It's it's terrible. It's like a young Christian girl, uh, you know, when she does something wrong, she's not going to go out and tell people about it. going to be covered up. Their parents will cover it up. It's a disgrace to the whole family. Yeah. Can't be disgraceful, huh? It's what? That's the political correctness of the country. Can't be disgraceful. Oh, no, can't have that disgrace. What's that? That's uh, something that I, I see uh, Bush saying. Disgrace? What's that? <laughs> Did I tell you that Jeb Bush, uh, during the elections, like, uh, you know, because Jeb Bush is a candidate in the GOP elections, and uh, he was like, I could be doing much cooler things than this. And then he's, uh, he also goes, uh, he says the most weirdest thing to this guy. And during his presidential cam- campaign, uh, you know, uh, the GOP, when they're, when they're all like, you know, talking about what they would do and stuff like that, he's like, you know, I love my father, talking about Sir, Sir Bush. I love my mm-hmm. father. I would kill for my father. Like, that's just not something wow. you say during the GOP debate. I love my father. I'd kill for my father. I think you're speaking in code. Yeah. You're not even talking about his earthly father. Maybe you're talking about Satan. They they do that all the time. Yeah. Oh. The joke's on you, you know. I was about to oh, say that. Not that's kind of like about... a double-edged statement right there. Oh, he's not talking but about he he wasn't really talking about Sir Bush as much as he might have been talking about, yeah, he's the father of lies. Wow. <clears throat> Jeez. <laughs> well, they're, they're open. He's, it's true. They're that blatant about it right now. If they'll say things that people are going to totally disregard, and it's blatant, but people will disregard it. Hmm. They're going to come out their face saying all kinds of manner of craziness now. I, I'm just waiting for the two witnesses. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just that's all. I'm just waiting for the two witnesses to really appear, because it's going to be said. Listen, I don't care what anybody says. They will report that these guys are blowing people up or vaporizing them, and they'll report them as aliens, a life-threatening beings that they are. Oh, we've got an invasion coming on. This is the start. Wait, two. Two, the two witnesses are going to be called aliens? Yeah. Why not call them? Of course, man. What is an atheist going to do? He doesn't believe in God. unless If he continues to be an atheist, these guys are working signs and wonders. Do you think that he's going to admit that these people are anointed men of God? Of but course they don't not. Look, but they now, don't we're up. all being programmed over and over. They know these people are coming to believe that they're aliens. They don't the aliens look like are coming. Aliens, so. Right? They don't look like aliens, right? Dang, they're going to call them mutants. People are calling them mutants. They've been building it up. They're going to call them something that they're not, brother. Because the two witnesses are going to, they're going to vaporize anybody that tries to harm them from their mouth, from their face, bro. Wow. 
And that tell me that that's not painting a picture of something like a cyclops. Huh. You know what oh, I'm saying? Uh, cyclops is going to vaporize anything by opening his eyes up. You think oh, that we're going to? He's an alien, a human hybrid. You think that we're going to see 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 the the two witnesses in our lifetime? Yeah, I believe so. That's not a big reach. It all depends if these things are imminent. Now, on the other side of things, every single generation has been wrong about imminency. They all expected Christ to come in their generation, and it didn't happen. That gives you a little bit of humility. But nevertheless, we all still think he's coming anyway. <laughs> well, right? well, as I know, he's, a, we he's, he's alive that. and well. He's yeah, alive he's and well. He may, not, he may not be in this plane, but he's up there preparing. And the spirit you, is what he left. What do you mean, Dave? What? What do you mean, Dave? You believe he's coming, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I actually outed myself today. I basically believe that Christ is on Earth right now, and Christians can't process that. Wow. I know. I know. But but, but, get the Bible out, Channing. Yeah, but he. But it says that everybody, everybody will see him in the clouds. I know, and uh, the problem is that there's a new Exodus event happening, and so you you can't they can't be contemporaneous with each other, so you have to place I believe in a literal second coming, but you have to place it in a distant future, like a postmillennial view at the end of the age, or place it in a distant past. Um, you can do either one, or you can do both. I believe in more than one coming myself. Please. But Jesus is not coming out of the clouds to lead us on a new exodus. So you, it's very important to figure out if this new exodus is real. The last podcast that we did is the most important one I've ever done since 2011. And people need to listen to that. Because the reason we don't believe in a new exodus is because we've been using the same uh, interpretation of Scripture, you know, exodus, uh, exegesis, hermeneutics, as the Watchtower Society, and it becomes obvious as you go along, they're spiritualizing the text over and over again. And we're claiming to be this spiritual Israel just like the Watchtower is. And we, this is Roman Catholic doctrine. Most people have never heard of this before. So they stole all these passages away from us and they, by spiritualizing them. And then they created uh, a different type of propaganda called dispensationalism in the 19th century, where they stole all the passages away again and they applied them to a physical bloodline they rapture the church up into uh, outer space <laughs> at the beginning of the tribulation. And so all of the Old Testament passages have to do with Israel. It has nothing to do with Christians. But the historical view of the church, which is also wrong, is all the, his, all, all the Old Testament passages uh, have a spiritual application. They don't refer to literal events. Got some uh, music going in the background there? Probably you, Danny. Oh, oh that's Johnny. the beat. That's the baby seahorse. <laughs> What's that? It's a baby uh, lullaby seahorse. You push its stomach and it lights up and plays lullabies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to process that. Uh, <clears throat> you like seahorses? Uh, no, you. you like seahorses? Yeah. You like seahorses? Uh, I've never thought about it. Um. <laughs> well, because did you know that a lot of the starfish are dying? I know a lot of brain cells are dying. 
It's not Channing's fault. There was vaccines in the distant past. Mm -hmm. In this society, we don't take personal responsibility. We blame it on something else. So it was neglectful parents. Cause and effect. Why not? Obama does it all the time. It's Bush's fault. Bush's fault. Following you know, suit, right? <laughs> why don't you ever talk about uh, Obama's handler? Because he's a lot more important. Uh, Valerie Jarrett. Well, there's always, you know, somebody behind him, and somebody behind him, and somebody behind him. But whoever's behind somebody, it, it, it's obvious that his speechwriter is more important than he is. Yep. Uh, you do well, understand that those are not his own words. He's basically Never. a biological automaton for public consumption. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by automaton? What is that? Uh, it's a nice <laughs> word for a robot. He's not a robot. He's a biological robot. <laughs> no, he's not. That's for public consumption, being. the fool of the simple-minded Christians like you. Listen, I mean, honestly, Pet <laughs> is making truth of, of some of a matter that's real. Which is insane to see something like that in animation to begin with. It blew me away when I watched it. There's no but way that he could be a I mean, robot. He doesn't even look like a robot. How do you know? He could be a synthetic. Jen. Bro, have you seen the latest Japanese inception of robots? Of automatons? Yeah, in but the fema- they look in the like they form? have like a plastic look to them. You can clearly in the female know. form. No, yeah. they've got them better than that now. They're, they're, they've got musculature underneath the facial impressions at this point in time. I mean, they're they're making leaps and bounds, bro. Since what you might have seen a couple months back is blown away by what they already have out now. I mean, that's how fast they make leaps and bounds in a matter of a couple of months. And if for that matter, you really don't know about a true biological automaton because clones are they're that is basically the principle of a fleshly type of automaton. Why would he be a robot, though, when there's when he was already a real human being? Supposedly. Well, when I say robot, I'm, I mean he's controlled. He doesn't uh, have any personal freedom as far as anything he can do in public. He just takes orders. Yeah. That's oh. what I mean by being a biological robot. <laughs> Like a like well, a Manchurian candidate, pretty much like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I do know that he either has something going on where, like, one day he's got a mole on one side of his face, and then they another do that day, deliberately. I'm telling you right now, a, a mole on the other side. Of you know what face. they're doing? They're creating uh, mystique around him, and they also the, the Illuminati think tanks. They also promote him as the YouTube Antichrist. It's sure nonsense. They promote that kind of stuff. But you want to you want you mind if we lead you off over here into this labyrinth? Uh, would you like to try this bunny trail? Ha, ha, ha. How much time would you like to waste this week? And you think you're a researcher, huh? Oh, okay. We've just got we've got just the tier two propaganda for you. Meanwhile, we're going to feed your ego because 
Always remind yourself how you're superior to all the dum-dums around you in your neighborhood. You're a conspiracy researcher. Wow. Here's your gold pentagram for the week. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, oh, it's not kidding. I like to treat us that way. Wow. I got this guy in the chat room. He keeps talking about uh, cold. And uh, so I asked him, are you Mr. Ingrid Cold? He was a famous character uh, involved with the, the Mothman phenomenon in West Virginia back in the uh, mid-60s. But uh, I put a link in there to Mr. Ingrid Cold. He's a curious figure. <clears throat> Uh, but apparently this is not the Mr. Indrick Cold because he he's not familiar with Mr. Cold himself. But he likes to talk about the cold. I'm not sure what? why. What is that? Is that the Mothman or something? Yeah, now the Mothman is an interesting uh, phenomenon. And my take on that, it's just like the Koopa Cop. Copper? Copper? It's kind of a little bit late here. You know, I spent four hours talking earlier today, high energy show. But those creatures, I believe, are manufactured in, in, a, in a lab. That's my view on them. I don't think they come from a different dimension. I don't think they're spiritual beings. I don't think they're, well, have you, I don't think they're aliens. Have you ever seen the, 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 the movie Mothman where, where it's all that about... Was propaganda. Um, you know, actually, that movie is so bad. It's like, just take all that stuff and just... We're going to just borify it. Because that was intentionally made badly. Well, and I actually supposed- fell asleep in the movie, for real. I fell asleep, and I, <laughs> it's I've i only fallen asleep. It's supposed to be. Two or three movies a- ever as an adult. I nodded out really bad. I couldn't supposed- handle it, man. It's supposed to be based on a true story, because the, the bridge collapses in real life. Um. I think that part is true, but what they did, they mingled the Indrid Cold uh, figure with the Mothman. That's absolutely horrible. I mean, you want to talk about a collective groan. If you know anything about what was going on there, Point Pleasant, it's just like, oh, you just destroyed the whole story. Thanks a lot. God. And they did that on purpose, man. It's not, no, Dave, that's just what Hollywood does to make money. Don't you understand? No, don't you understand. They destroyed it all on purpose. Well, that bridge really did collapse in real life the day after. Yeah, that did happen, yeah. It was after a UFO went over it. Uh, Just like in the movie. Yeah, if there was enough sightings, I'd have to go look back. I would believe that, but uh, I don't don't think that's a problem. I think there's probably a lot of eyewitnesses for that, yeah. Yep, that but you know they really... had a they had a silver disc in the Fatima event in Portugal, and the media has has consistently ignored that ever since. They've never acknowledged that, and that shows you that there was technology involved with that, and they're they're manufacturing an event. For Wait, I thought that this disc was like the sun. I thought it was like the sun. That's what they said it was. It was well, it was sun. a silver disc. Any kind of silver disc, it's gonna. Uh, relate to some kind of technology, whatever the heck it is. And the technology was there. I mean, Tesla had a death ray in 1900. Uh, you know, they had these machines 
were heavier than air flying around the country being reported in major newspapers in 1897. Look it up. 1897, uh, just put aircraft or something like that. They travel all around the country. These are low-level Illuminati, kind of like engineers, scientists. And for some reason they did this because it was Illuminati approved. And then they disappeared. And then we have the Wright brothers in 1903 or 1904. And, of course, they're not the first people to fly, but that's what they're going to tell you. They were flying hundreds of years. Well, it's just like the discovery of America. It never got discovered. And I don't believe that flight was ever discovered. Man's known how to fly. Uh, on an ongoing basis. It's just there's only uh, a few that have the protected secrets. They don't give it to the masses. Just like hmm. invisibility. We do we did two different shows on invisibility. There's a number of ways to, to make yourself invisible. I'm not saying it's easy. But these are uh, occult secrets that are protected. Benny hmm. Hinn said that Adam could fly. Channing, don't you believe that? Adam? He said he was a superman. Don't you believe Adam? Benny? You don't believe Benny Sin? Be- Benny Hinn? Oh, Benny Sin. He's a Vatican agent. Oh, no. Oh. No, that's I what I'm talking about, Benny Hinn. Benny Hinn? Oh, gosh, I thought you were talking about Benny Hinn. <laughs> I am talking about Benny Hinn. <laughs> he, said, he said that Adam's a superman. <laughs> you know why that see that is a major psyop because um basically Adam was a superman but what they they've done they've dumbed him down so massively that they think it's funny to get these Christian apologetics ministries that that react to what Benny Hinn says because sometimes these guys like Kenneth Copeland they'll actually come out and speak the truth but the Christian brain can't process it and and what they will do they'll go around I'm talking about apologetics ministries. They'll go around and warn conservative Christians about these false teachers, but they actually spoke the truth, but it was an occult secret. It has to do with secret history that's forbidden. And so what happens is they love to do this because the the Christian apologists will actually warn uh, conservative Christians about a truth. It's actually real, but the Christian brain can't process it. Adam was, vastly, Adam was vastly superior to all humans. I'm just, we're just setting aside Jesus. Uh, we can't even fathom his great. Was he, was the was the Illuminati around during the Wonderful Cowboy era? You have, <laughs> you have to carefully define what you mean by Illuminati. But yeah, they, obviously, my God, why wouldn't they be around then? Oh. They were out there in the Wild West having all kinds of fun because you can do things in that kind of environment and get away with it, you see. Was it really like what they show us in the movies? The Wild Wild West seems like Of course not. It always goes back to the same principle. Are they interested in telling you the truth? Do they have to tell you the truth? The answer is no and no, so it's not going to happen. So there was no Little House on the Prairie? Cowboy era wasn't like that? (laughs) Um, if if you can build in a, a good enough time machine, you may be able to locate that. Yeah, and we'll take that one back. No, I don't believe in time travel. So that was all fake too, Channing. You got bamboo. Little house, little house on the prairie. 
Yeah, just like the Waltons. No, no, I meant like the the real life of it, not the TV show. Okay, so you're saying it's based on a real story. I did not think it's based on a real story, but I'm saying if if it were to be, wasn't that the kind of life that it was? I think you watched that show and you liked it and you emotionally identified with it and you don't want to join reality with the rest of us here. Well, it certainly wasn't like they uh, had iPhones. Did you think the girl was cute? No. (laughs) Do you think they were walking around with iPhones and hoverboards in Little House Prairie days? Probably not. You talking about the Illuminati? Yeah. Oh. Well, Eric, what do you think? Are you there, Eric? He might have dropped out. What do you think, Channing, about these YouTube videos that are showing these people in the 1920s with what appear to be cell phones? I mean, they're actually like video clips. Uh, well, people say that it's Photoshopped. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I mean, it proves nothing. You can't you can't prove anything with digital imagery anymore. So, But, I mean, they have that technology, and they're showing you there in Star Trek, which is probably one of the biggest predicting programming shows out there on television. And I've never liked it, but I will I will admit that it has this. I have a friend that ha- kind of has a, that mentality, a Trekkie mentality, and he would he would t- go into detail about all this stuff, and I was just going, whoa. But I could never get motivated to watch it at any significant period. Once I, you know, I grew up, I, I watched it as a kid a little bit, but not, not too much. I, I just don't like the style of the whole thing. I don't like the costumes. I don't like the uh, the makeup, the freaky uh, faces. It's just, uh, it's, uh, I, I don't like it. So I can't identify with that show. But, yeah, in, in, I mean, in uh, in Star Trek, they were showing you, they if you look at the uh, those cell phone devices, that's exactly what a cell phone looked like later in the 90s. Exact, you know, exact prototype. And they're doing other stuff like that. I believe that they've got the ability to disassemble human beings at a molecular level and uh, reassemble them elsewhere, just like in Star Trek. Now, we know that they can do that actually. There's some level because there's overwhelming evidence whether people want to believe this or not. They're actually abducting people from your home, their home, right out of their bed, they take them right through the wall. What? I, I know, the average person, they go, I'm not going to believe that, and the reason is because you don't want to believe it. Because if that's true, you live in a very scary world, especially if you got Satanists running the show, that's why you need to focus on the sovereign God, man, because he's in, he's, he's, he's controlling everything, everything's under control, just like we, we, just like we say around here, um, the Illuminati... Uh, con- uh, control everything, and uh, God controls Illuminati. Nothing to worry about. They don't. They 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 don't try to contend uh, against uh, God. They they just no uh, because they're too smart. They they're they're smarter than Christians. Christians think that God can be defeated. The Illuminati they they're not that stupid unless they're very low in hierarchy. The Illuminati know that they're going to fail. Satan knows that that God can't be impeded. He, I said before that he he goes to the divine council there, uh, like in Job one and two, and and everything that God decrees comes to pass. 
But how can Christians think that God's going to be defeat? Can be defeated? Never heard that before. That has to do with God the being confronted with failure because he's impeded by human will. God has a plan, and uh, God, you know, God wants the very best for Adam <laughs> because God wants Adam to be happy forever and ever. That's God's perfect plan. But something went awry on the way. The serpent snuck into the garden. Oh no! God is wringing his hands. What are we going to do now? Well, I can't. I can't interfere because Adam has free will. So I'm just going to have to sit here and watch it and see how this turns out. Oh no, Mr. Bill! Oh no, Mr. Bill! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Get, guess what happened to God's perfect plan? Went right down the tube, saying that God had to come up with a new plan. Because now Adam fell. But God didn't want him to fall. He wanted to be happy forever and ever. But God's plan didn't work out. It failed. And actually, uh, God has been making new plans every nanosecond because uh, little human weaklings are impeding his perfect plan or his new perfect plan with their little puny wills. So God is very distressed about all this. But he really wants the best for us. Remember that now. God wants you to have your very best life today, according to Joel Osteen. But you were just defining to to, to me to my, my my question that I had for you about what what I asked you about. Did you say uh, Christians believe that God can be defeated? Yes, they believe that His plan can fail. I've never heard this before. This is what most Christians believe. Oh. I don't I don't know about that. I've never heard Christians say that before. I know, because it's 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 absurd and what I'm doing is illustrating the absurdity. Just a second, let me listen to something. It's like they're arguing downstairs. I had to listen to what that was all about. Uh, he gets that a lot when when he's on on shows. He, 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 he drops. Black magicians got to him. Yeah. Well, Eric's a vet, a, a veteran, so you know. Uh, okay. Now he's asking me. Uh, driver ring is is Michael Landon uh, Illuminati. Okay. Um, if you get hired, you uh, the percentages are extremely high that you would be a bloodline, even if you're not aware of it. I've talked about this before. And I've said that, you know, back, you know, like in, uh, in 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 rock music, I think they were hiring people that were not bloodline. This is a theory. Um, because that was a fledgling industry. They wanted to get it going, so they wanted talented people in there. But they're not doing that today. They're actually refusing to hire people with talent. And there's people with stories about this, how they know people that are genuinely talented. They don't want anything to do with them. Because they've got total control of the industry. In other words, they can just crank out trash, and people will swallow it up. That's what hip hop is to me. I don't. I have a musical ear, and I don't even. That's not even music. I mean, if you like that, fine. But I mean, it's just. Um, I don't know what to say about all that. That's a manufactured culture, by the way. 
they manufactured that all that. And not only that, I think there's a book out there that exposes this stuff. Well, when I was... They manufacture all the cultures. But they make them what? think that, oh, this is, you're being rebellious, and uh, you're being independent, and you're alternative. But no, no, you just fell for another one, that's all. I think it was when I was uh, 22 or 23, I, I, I received a, a suspicious letter in the mail uh, when I was living at my ex-girlfriend's, and uh, she, see, I got I got this mail letter, and it seemed really professional and, like, typed up, uh, and it was asking me, they said, they said, hi, Channing Kelly, uh, you know, I can't remember the letter, I, I can't even remember it, but in glimpses, it, it was talking about, uh, how I, 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 they, they, they know who I am, and I was very special, and they've been following me all my life, or something like that, and I, uh, and, and, and that, uh, they want me to join their secret society, and, and that, that I only had, like, five days to respond to the letter, and, and, and mail it back, and I, I got, you know, freaked out over it or whatever. I was like, what is this or something? At first I was confused, but then I was like, nah, this is like the devil or something like that, you know, because I, I don't know what it was. How old were you? I was 23, I believe, or 22. And um, I, the letter is still up. My ex is somewhere. I threw it, uh, you know, and then you know, it wound up in a pile of books somewhere, but it was a fancy letter. It was talking about how I was a unique individual and uh, they they know who I am and uh, something about joining their secret society and I only had five days to respond back to it or they never write back to me ever again or something like that. It was... Uh-oh. What? What? Uh, I was going to post a link about the Dero. Um, our last podcast, which is not up yet, the original title was Fear the Dero. Uh, but I changed it to uh, Shaver Mystery because I ran out of uh, room in the title. So I didn't want to repeat the same thing. It was going to say Fear the Dero, Shaver Mystery, Mel's Hole. But I had to take out Fear the Dero. So I apologize. No, isn't that weird, though, how I got a letter like that? You don't know who the Dero are. No, I got a letter like that, and it was a secret society, and it yeah. did it out. Yeah, so... And it freaked me out, and I never... I just put it put it in my past, you know? I was just like, this is so weird. Not to... This, just, this is, like, strange, because this isn't just, you know, some somebody doing this. This is a... This is a legitimate organization, you know? The way the letter was presented and everything, and stamped and everything, it and it and it said join within five days. And I'm like, what? Uh, Frank says, um, how can a book that genu- genuinely exposes anything be published? Okay, now I should deal with that because I'm talking about a system of control that is 
validated by the fact that we have an artificial night sky and all the objects up there are moving, but none of our institutional systems or experts are talking about it. So this tells you they have control of information. And uh, so why would they allow a book that has any significant truth to be published? Well, we talked, we had, you and I did a show called Satanic Normalcy. <laughs> that was part of the what? title. You like, yeah, that's what I called it, Satanic Normalcy. <laughs> wait, wait, what? Satanic Normalcy. I did not do that show. You don't remember it. I almost forgot it myself. <laughs> it's I farther down. I released it kind of late. I released it on the right date because it was too big. I couldn't, I was going to put it in room two. I couldn't when, even remember when, it, and I started to listen to it, and I go, hey, this is pretty good, you know? <laughs> when was this? Was, what was this, seven months ago? Yeah, well, anyway, we were talking about books, and it has books in the title, and uh, I was saying that, you know, there's conspiracy with books, and they've got books sitting there in stocks at the Amazon warehouse. Um, they they won't sell them, okay? But, um, I mean, there's there's lots of conspiracies with books. you got the Fahrenheit 451 uh, principle where, um, you know, they know that books are important. They're a threat, and I could talk uh, about that more. I'd just be repeating myself, but uh, books are going to be destroyed or are transformed. They won't have any significant truths. But I, I believe that they let books out there. They um, they do things to slow down um, the public publication of these books, but this society is so dumbed down that if you put a good book out there, very, it affects very few people. Um, the truth has been so radicalized because they've manufactured a false normalcy that the truth is so extreme, uh, people can't process it. And not very many people would buy those kind of books. And uh, they do suppress books. The Jesuits are known for taking books out of libraries, local Jesuits. And the number one books they take out of local libraries are books that expose the Jesuits. And the reason we know that is because they're not there anymore. Somebody took them. <laughs> the joke's on you. So, yeah, they're concerned about books. And um, the um, before the computer, the um, the printing press was the greatest invention uh Going back to known what we call known history, you know, orthodox history anyway. Um, but the, the dark side of that is they actually use the printing press to create uh, a codified information uh, because they started to control the printing industry, just like they control the pat, uh, you know, the, the, the um, patent office and the archaeological digs and everything else, and it's business as usual. But, um, you know, they have health food stores out there. Just, they, well, they cannot be health food stores because um, there's something beneficial in a health food store. So you claim that there are real health food stores out there, Dave, but I say it's all fake <laughs> because the Illuminati would never allow a real, genuine health food store to exist. You see, it's that same kind of principle. So you apply it to a book, you know. The thing is, our whole food supply is just going right down the tubes. And uh, health food stores are actually not as big of a threat as they used to be. If you actually go down the aisles and, and you know intelligently analyze what they're selling, just like in a Christian bookstore, you walk in here, can I find a good book? You look, And you're intelligent, you look through the aisles and you're going, uh, no, there's no good book.
books here. And so, you know, is this bookstore a threat? Uh, no, <laughs> you know, because, see, what's happening, these food giants are buying up these um, these companies that, have, you know, have been historically alternative, and then, and then they're starting to deteriorate everything in them, uh, covertly or... Is Eric on the line? Gradually. Eric, oh. oh, he is now. Hello. I don't know how he did that, because I thought I had to unmute him, but he, he did that two times in a row tonight. Here? Oh. Yeah. Okay. So you don't believe in Shaver. Well, shame on you. He doesn't believe in the Richard Shaver mystery. You should be ashamed yeah. of yourself. Now, I talked about how Richard Shaver was um, probably a mind-controlled slave with partial awareness, but he had all these stories about going into the subterranean caverns. And uh, I actually think there's some truth in that. It's very complex what the heck's going on there. So we talked about that on the show. It's not Richard Shaver. I, I believe I. I believe I. No, I didn't. It's not that I don't believe the guy. I just that. Um, actually, I, I had some kind of a uh, strange, but um, I don't know, familiar feeling to what he was talking about. Certain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know why? Because he he's talking about. about the truth, but. Um, they're presenting it uh, kind of like propaganda because uh, it's it's mixed with absurdities that are designed yeah. to credit it. But the general model he's presenting, I believe, is real. The Duro or not, but yeah, there's a technological society down there that's hitting us with frequency weapons. Uh, he, they call them stim tech. It's all crude 1950s type stuff, you know. But, yeah, but, but, uh, it's a mockery of the truth. I believe it's Real, but not his stories necessarily. And, I, and I'm not saying that he never went into these tunnels. He may have. We don't really know, you know. Yeah. But he was speaking a lot of significant truth. At least I believe so. So the question is why? Was he the one that was talking about the abductions? Yeah. When he was taken, when he was a kid, by those big long-nosed creatures. I think so, you know. But he was taken down below instead of up and above. That's that's squid. That's on that's on SpongeBob. Uh, the, uh, Squidward. What's that? That that's on SpongeBob. Uh, squid Squidward. I'm Sp- Squidward. Squidward. I'm not processing you again. <laughs> Have you had your medication? No. <laughs> Squidward. <laughs> Okay, when the bottle gets low, you got to get a refill. <laughs> Is Walgreens open tonight? Have you talked to Doctor Dum Dum lately, Channing? Uh, Doctor Dum Dum says you have to do this for the rest of your life. You can't go off your medication. You know that? You have to do it for the rest of your life. Congratulations, you're now a drug addict. It's going to cost you a lot of money too. <laughs> no, Squidward. Squidward from Star- SpongeBob. He's a Duro, right? Uh, you want to spell what? Squid? Are you are you saying S Q U I D? Yes. You, you never heard of the SpongeBob show? SpongeBob. I yeah. heard of SpongeBob. I've heard of him. <laughs> He's got a friend called Squidward with a long nose. Oh. Well, the Dero are really weird looking. They're they're actually an absurdity, and uh, they're deformed uh, 
some kind of semi-humans down there, but uh, it's just a bunch of nonsense they manufactured. The Dero. Oh, that's what those creatures were called, uh, the Dero. Yeah. 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 You know what? Um, I don't know. I think there was some, uh, some people that had done some research because I think they... I don't know. something weird about the Dero that there's a more more of a legend about them mm-hmm. amongst Native American Indians too. That's the thing. The Aboriginals of this country they have their own legends according to those creatures too. Yeah, they, they, they call them the Hopi oh. call them the ant people. But wow. they say that they were helpful. And help to restore them after the cataclysm. Right? You know much about those stories? Of the Hopi, of them having help from those creatures? No. I'm not familiar with that particular um, legend. Okay. Well, actually, those legends are worldwide where um, there was some kind of um, a threat to uh, human life. And they survived. They went into the cave system, and they, uh, for a while, they existed with um, these subterranean beings that were generally helpful. A lot of times, they're described as being gigantic. There's different types of them. Some of them are like, you know, the blondes, you know, the Nordic type. Yeah. I was thinking more on the lines of trolls. Well, there's all different types. The, the variety of beans down there is just completely off the charts. So we're talking about the shoal dwellers. Well, there, yeah, well, there's all kinds of beans down there in the tunnel system. People go down into the tunnels and they see different types of entities. It's quite varied. Around the world, and this has going been going on for a hundred years. Well, I'm not going to put it past that they don't have their own kind of uh, biology going on because you know when I think about what comes in the deep and what's in the deep and what can be under under the, the ground and what's down there. I mean, it's not the ghost saying that they didn't go intermingle. Uh, and you know, these are creations that the Most High has a lot to have happen to. So it doesn't go without reason that they stand to be there for a reason. And for that day. I mean, what do you think about the mermaid thing? Oh, uh, the mermaids? Have you seen any video on the most recent mermaid catch? Okay. Um, that thing is a um, I believe that there are, are mermaids historically... Uh, but there's there's different types of mermaids now that are not the historical type. See, I actually believe in, in a siren, and uh, uh-huh. they mention the sirens in the Book of Enoch. So yeah. you either buy into that or you don't, just like you buy into the 450-foot giants in the, in the Book of Enoch. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that there's creatures... Now, there's a prevailing view out there that you have this antediluvian civilization they started playing out around with DNA and they, they created all these freaks. You know what I mean? And that's the explanation for, you know, these mythological beings uh, like a centaur. 
Um, they may have been doing that, but I, I don't think that you can use all that to explain these beans. And I actually think it's propaganda to cover up what's going on. Um, they have a lot of different beans in a realm that's right next to us. And you don't hear much about that. We talked about that on the show, too, that show I'm talking about, the elemental spirits and uh, nature spirits. They, they look different than we do. And some of them are half human or half animal. Now, that's either true or is it, it isn't, you know. But the, the modern view is to deny the historical traditions and explain them with technology and, and create a YouTube video. And that's what most of us been ex- most of us exposed to. Now, I'm not saying that that... The, the, I believe the Illuminati has always created freaks. And I think that the Illuminati go all the way back to a technological priesthood before the Great Flood, even though I can't prove it. And uh, okay. genuinely satanic men with given a power, they will do these things because they're psychopaths and they're intensely curious. They'll create any kind of monster they can possibly conceive. So, yeah, they've done it all. You know, they created the Chupacabra. They created uh, the, the New Jer- Jersey Devil and probably Spring Hill Jack. And, uh, I mean, they're actually creating Bigfoots and stuff like that. Some of these beings are... There was an Italian woman that was... Uh... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.